Yes, welcome to Keeping the Ball on the Ground. What's happening, lads? All right? Mate, that was a bit flat. That was, you know, that was a bit Go flat. Go you that again. You gaze it. No, you did. You're on a high, man. Come on, you're The madman's not here. Paldi's groin. I know, it's nice to actually see you two. I normally just see Slaney's back. Oh, that's a hot. Is it? Is it <laughs> I never get to see the back. Is his next? Oh, spot, you know? mate, plucks everywhere. <laughs> shatter, isn't he? Oh, shatter, shatter for the tactics board. He has. Got a big tactics board session planned and he's, he's not turned up, man, so I'm not happy with him. Did you have you had stuff? Mate, I was I was studying last night, aye. I was like I was I was right looking forward to it, ready for it, and he's obviously not done the same, mate. But I met him yesterday and he, he says, What do you think Andy will say about Rangers? And I gave him a few scenarios, so he went away to try and work on it, but he's obviously came up with fuck all and that's why he's not here. Uh, right? he's, uh, nah, he's, he's totally fucking bottled, isn't he? He's not got the uh, he's not got he's not got, it's too early for them, Simon, I think. Yeah, he's so, uh, ah, just a kid, isn't he? Ah, he's a kid just, in a man's world. He's uh, Stick to the madness because that's yeah. what he's good at. We, we, we know what he's like. He's dead insecure, and we love uh, him, but he's insecure. Yeah. So see that, see that fan art picture. Bro, yeah, the hydro. Top run outside the hydro. He texts me saying, "What a picture!" But I can tell for that picture, you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're looking at me, so. <laughs> the way you're looking at me, you just look as if you hate me. What so, a boy! That must be the only picture that he, there is of him in Scottish football. We have a football strip on. I've not seen any. I've not seen any other ones. But not right, but any. Yeah, I thought it looked horrendous. No, but it's, it's a wee bit cartoony. You can't quite see. It's yeah. not HD, is it? <laughs> It's not HD fan. He's asked the guy not to zoom in on a minute. David and manager the month uh, Callum Davidson. It was a, a guy filming it that we didn't know. He's like straight up to me like, mate, no close-up to me. <laughs> Can you put a filter on this as well? <laughs> oh, what a boy. Say it again, it would make it caricature. Caricature. <laughs> uh, Masters, did you watch it last night? Did your yeah. master let you watch it, kid? <laughs> jet. I, I was I was tired after the, the Grand National over the weekend, sorry, riding the jet, it was tough. <laughs> Gave him a good ride though. Uh, but no, I watched the Masters, uh, amazing. It got to a point where I thought, Matsuyama's won this, it's got a bit boring. And then he just kind of capitulated. Class. And then you think Shoffley's mm. going to come back and he's triple bogeyed the, the 16. But to be fair to Matsuyama, he's, he's hung in and he's uh, first green jacket, man, amazing. Mm. You couldn't get a fuck, could you? No, did you watch it? I didn't watch it, no, but I actually daylight like to go, but I, I didn't watch well, it. Why, what did you do? Can't remember. <laughs> Was the jet no putting balls into your gub? <laughs> The Jets are good golfer. The Jets are good golfer. The Jets half about six. He what, he's on, plays off six? Aye, he plays off six, I think. Does he? Aye, because he's always inviting me down for a, for a couple of extra holes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you not watch it? I want to know what you done. Mate, I just didn't watch it. I, I watched the football. I watched the football and then by the time it just came. What was he like? He was, was five shots ahead at a point. He was, uh, he was five ahead at so um, like, about 12. Uh, can't be bothered watching. Do you play as well? Ah, I'm shite, oh, mate. I'm like bang, bang average. But I've, I wanted to get lessons done for ages. My wee brother got me lessons for Christmas like last year. But then the lockdown happened, I couldn't get them. So I've got five lessons sitting yeah. ready to get done. I should take care of this show, right? We, we, we're into all sorts of things, right? But see, none of you are into golf. Nah. It fucking annoys me. All oh, oh, the boys we could, uh, oh, the football we, boys play that. I know, because we could be promoting golf and doing a wee bit more with golf and there could be some like freebies coming our way. I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm getting all right with these free jumpers and all that that are making me look a bit slimmer. But I could do a tailor-made driver or something. Game, you should make somebody on game, but, eh? uh, What about the boy McIntyre? Did you see uh, him? I can boogie. I can boogie. What a guy, eh? Class. Superb, he was brilliant. Was he good, was he? Aye, huh? very good. He's got, he's, I had uh, a tenner on Ian Woosnam. Where did he finish? <laughs> Ian Woosnam? <laughs> he done well in the 1984 match. <laughs> it's actually 30 years ago he won that. Was it 30 years ago? 30 years ago he won that. Uh, but no, the boy McIntyre, man, he's... Uh, you could probably understand him better than most. He's from, he's a wee bit near your neck of the woods, as you know. He's has got, he done, Daisy? Well, I think a wee bit higher. Angus. I don't Angus, know. I has. Angus. Fun, uh-huh. He's got potential. 
Has he got potential to oh, buy, has he? Nah. So is that Ross Callahan? Oh, he's like, oh, he is the gold stars in Ross Callahan, isn't he? Right, the real congratulations. Old hearts are up. Uh, no. oh, oh, to be fair, been a long time coming. Thought, felt as if we've, we're right there to get promoted for a while, but Fenny got it done and dusty. Surprised actually it happened because Dundee at home to Morton and yeah. Ruth at home to Arbroath. So you're sitting there on the Saturday thinking, nah, they'll probably get at least one of them you think you, you fancy are going to win then you've got a chance to go to Capo next week to win it so I suppose it's good to go over the line probably better to win it on the pitch but it's been a long time coming Jambo's back in the top fight brilliant mate have you ever had that where you're, you've virtually won the league but you need to win like a couple of games to get there it's oh, fucking it's hard mate rubbish Who did, did you win a league Kev? I, uh, Sunderland I didn't actually play because I was injured that year the, I only played the first like, eight or nine games but then the end of the season I think we went to West Ham away and if we beat West Ham, but and I, I we beat them away from home, and um, it's just getting over the line. Mm. Cause what, what the players actually think about, and usually be the same. It's different in this COVID time because we kind of do what you're. It's just looking forward to that end of season party and celebrations that ever comes. We've been promotion, but whereas Hearts, I don't think they could really enjoy getting promoted from the the, the championship because. You can't get and celebrate. You can't celebrate with the fans. I think some of them feel a bit hard done by by, by what happened last season, but. The objective was to get promoted. They got promoted with plenty of games in Hartwell. I'm only going to get four, four see, left. Aye, four left. So I know the Hearts fans. I've received a bit of uh, some DMs and stuff this week. Um, last week, with, with Hearts fans disagreeing with what we've got to say. But ultimately, Sai, they, they, they've got promoted. Yeah. What, what, what do they want the manager to do? Took Rangers two attempts to get the championship. Did not take Hibs two attempts yeah, to get the championship. It's no Dundee easy. United, United, you said a good point earlier on with, in your league, Partick Thistle and Falkirk highest budget. Yeah. But they're only like a few points clear. They're not mm. exactly running away with it. So it doesn't matter what your budget is. It's difficult to get motivated by the situation that the footballers are finding in this. There's no fans, there's no crowd. Mm. I'm pretty sure if, if there was 18,000 fans in at Tynecastle, then they were showing their. Um, their um, frustrations. frustrations that they get that, that the performances players would maybe pick up a wee bit but sometimes it's difficult you know what I mean so fair play to hearts they're promoted and next season will be the, when, when, when questions will be asked and, and hopefully Robbie and the boys can answer them we won League Pooh in England League 2 we used to call it League Pooh and uh, we were basically we'd won the league but we had to win so many games to actually be champions and we'd kept getting beaten the canny will pull us in on a Monday mate right we had about 5 games to go in the season or something like that I've checked the rules if we don't win this league, I only give you 12 days off in the summer. I mean, doing so if you get like six weeks. Aye, aye. He says, I've gave you that. We hardly got a day off for a year. And he's like, by law, I only need to give you a certain amount of days off a year. Checked the, the laws in England, mate, for working. No. He was only going to give us 12. Mate, he'd have done it, eh? 100%. Oh, aye, 100%. 12 days off I'll give you in the summer and you'll be back in. If we finish second or third, we're, we're up, but we hadn't won the league. I'm only going to give you 12, 13 <laughs> days off. So we were like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know if this will stand, but we, we played Gillingham on the Saturday. And he came in, mate. It was summer, big beard. He looked fucking shattered, right? He's like, ah, lads, I'm tired. I know you're tired, but I still have a penis that's hard and ready to fuck. No way. <laughs> he's like, you get what I mean, huh? And we were like, ah, no. And he's like, so come on, we fuck one last time. Mate, ooh, we, we were all like, ah, yes, we're going to win. Beat 3-1. <laughs> but but Shrewsbury got beat as well. So we'd won the league that day at Gillingham. And so Gillingham had a harder penis eye. <laughs> Much harder. And, uh, mate, we came in after the game and he was fuming. I'd obviously thought like this big speech will get them up for the game. We got beat, never even celebrated, mate. And then we beat Port Vale on the Saturday and he went, oh, he was buzzing. And he was like, uh, Remember that moves like Jagger? 
Oh, aye, aye. No, he, he loved that, mate. So he, he came walking in with his suit on, he's like, get moves like Jagger on. We put it on, mate, and he starts dancing about the dressing room. Unbelievable. Super. Mate, he sounds like a legend, oh, he's a hero, mate. A total oh. hero, honestly. I loved him, mate. I never knew you just cantered the, the league that much at you. Oh, it wasn't a canter, to be honest. We started terrible, mate. We lost these first five games. I wasn't playing, like, bomb mute completely. He's like, it takes a miracle for you to play in my team because I was like heavy, lazy bastard. And then he lost the first five, mate. And he came to me, he's like, okay, fat boy, tomorrow you play. And then, mate, we went on like, an unbelievable run. Eh? And, uh, when that's what happens with teams in the lower leagues. It's a run. You get on a run uh, and I mean, you end up finding yourself. But whereas with Hearts, I feel like they knew that they were always going to win the league. It would have been an absolute disaster or some a miracle from somebody else to beat Hearts over the course and distance. But... Nah, superb. Mate, League One and League Two are honestly they're the hardest leagues in football, mate. Mm. In world well, football. Doing so. 48 oh. league games in a season. 40, 40, you're 46. Just, you're constantly fucked, aren't you? You're constantly Traveling, travelling like t- twice a week or a time. Right. You could be North England travelling down to the South England on a Tuesday and then home on a Saturday, changing the next week, mate. It's well, think about it at Hearts and now we've played 23, 23 league games we've played. For in League One, we've been another 23. Three, I know. Still 23 to go, mate. Think of that. I know, that year we, we, we got to the playoffs and the, the FA Cup semi-final. 46 league games. A cup run, FA Cup to the semi-final. And we had to play a replay in that against Birmingham. And then the playoffs at the end of it. Maybe we played uh, nearly 60 games uh, that year. Uh, nice. Well, mate, I was on loan for Bradford. I went on loan to Bradford in the 28th of November or something like that. It was late, late November. And I'd played 34 games or something. For the end of the season, season wow. imagine Didn't playing. Like, imagine playing in League One or League Two in the English uh, English leagues for say fifteen years of career and staying fit. You played the all time appearance record. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you would. You see, would. see, talking about that as well. Seeing you talk about the long journeys, man. So, see, we played Hartlepool first game of the season. I told oh. a story on the podcast years ago, right? Went up to Hartlepool first year. We won League Two first game back in League One was Hartlepool away. Mate, you go up to Hartlepool, you take a draw first game of the season, right? Nice. We played actually well. Tommy Miller missed a penalty, finished 0-0. We came in after the game, we're all quite happy. He's came in, mate, and cracked it. He's like, unacceptable to draw with, with Hartlepool. Uh, and he, sa- he says these words, mate, they words are nice. He says, if I hear anyone laugh on the bus, I come up the back and I fuck you in the ass. <laughs> mate, he's obsessed with fucking piss. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Matt Ritchie was laughing the whole way home. Hoping that the canny would come up and get it. <laughs> but, mate, see, uh, <laughs> we got back at like three in the morning, mate. We were on the Sunday to watch a full video and then we would train on the Sunday as well. That's how ruthless he was, Aye, mate. See, because you lost one each. But see, on the music king, does, uh, does Nielsen put any music on in the dressing room? Yeah, I know music. If you win games, music will go on after. But does he have mate, a We've got fucking music on 24 7 warm ups now. That's how he's doing it. Who picks it? Uh, Mikey, Mikey, just one of the sports scientists, right? So he has got a good, he has got a good taste in music. Good for us, man. See, like you're into and all that. Uh, what but, about Gerard? What what music is he into? Probably some fucking scouse house or something. Isn't it? Is he into scouse house music? I, I can't, I can't ever remember any tunes getting played, but it will be. All the scousers love that music, mate. See, uh, like techno and trance and all that. Yeah, yeah, love it. Because uh, there's a place in Liverpool, Garland, you've been there? No, It's like good. a gay club that plays all that, but it's brilliant, man. That's where they'll go. Uh, what about the Jet? Was he not a Pitbull? You like Pitbull? Uh, <laughs> Pitbull, no, yeah. That's a word of Did you not make Connor Salmon pretend to be Pitbull? <laughs> <laughs> what other manager would you have? He tried to pretend to get Connor Salmon to be a footballer. I mean, Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Did the no. Jet like the music? I don't know, mate. The Jet, I, I can't actually remember. To be honest. I could never argue about music what was played in dressing because I'm, I'm like I like country music and I like fucking Rod Stewart and stuff like that 
Country? Aye. Gareth Brooks? No, like Luke Kenny Combs. Rogers. Luke Combs, you must say Luke Combs. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Like Kenny Rogers and that. I like, I like, I like, I like right. old music. What, what, what other managers do you think? I've got here, Martindale would definitely be like Cascada, wouldn't he? Oh, Harry <laughs> Styles or something. He'd love his dad's what Styles, wouldn't he? <laughs> dad's Styles? <laughs> what was that pub in Glasgow that Cascada used to play at? Socky Hall Street. Can I imagine Martindale in there? So, no, but I... I bet you loves the horseshoe on a Sunday. The horse definitely uh, up in the carry yeah, See, that's that. my scene. I would love that. I like the horseshoe on a Sunday. On I've a got here Tommy Wright, Celine Dion. He's trying to look like her as well, isn't he? Sure. 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 Oh, sure. Callum Davidson, Slipknot, he's a goth. He's a mosher, isn't he, Callum Davidson? Aye. What do you think Lenny listens? Lenny, what do you think Lenny would be into? <laughs> a bit of prodigy or something. Prodigy, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. What about the jet? Must have liked some music, now nah? I don't know. He's old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably likes a bit of Sinatra and, and uh, a, bit the of, uh, a bit of the Kronos. Uh Right, back in the top league next year. He's just said off air that he's going for second next year. Going for second? <laughs> Big shout. <laughs> uh, no, well, Kev talked about main objectives, obviously, trying to go up and but do it. Comfortably in a good fashion. I think at the start of the season, obviously flying, spoke about it before, and some performances haven't been good enough, but always had faith in the in, in the squad and in, uh, in staff that we've got to know that we, we can keep improving. And we need to get better, obviously. Yeah. We need to get better. You're going up to the top flight. I think it'll suit you better the top ah, flight, though, isn't it? Well, I know it's only a small sample size, but you look at the Hibs in the Celtic game, it's been probably two of our best, best performances of the season. Yeah. But uh, still need to improve. Obviously, I'm sure there'll be comings and goings, but no, when we go. Oh, that's if he's signed Cummins, Cummins and Goins. What a team. He's signing Cummins. I don't know, maybe. Nah, I, I, I heard he's a close Hearts fan, anyway. Cummins? Oh, I heard that. I don't know he played with Hibs, I heard he sure. That. But he's going to get to experience in Edinburgh Derby, obviously. You've, done, you've, you've experienced that in the Cup, but Kevin, the league game's brilliant, isn't it? Aye. I think. Um, we all come. We all come to the game. Nah, I love that. Hopefully, we get a fan. I've actually been to one. Have you? I've been to one. Not as a fan, obviously, but. It was, uh, I remember, I was, I was playing in England at the time. I was in the Hearts then. I was playing in England at the time and um, I came up the road and came out to a Rangers game at like 12 o'clock and then there was a uh, Hibs Hearts derby at like 4 o'clock. It was at Tynecastle and Aldo had like, we halty, had the boy Ollie Shaw at Hibs. He had a few players in the game, so mm-hmm. I went with Aldo and um, it was, I think it was the boy Ollie Shaw scored in the last minute. It was at Tynecastle. I remember that game, I So I, I went, that was a, the, the, the only Edinburgh derby I went to but what an atmosphere mm. I've always said like uh, even said uh, since I was playing at Rangers that Tencastle has always been my favourite stadium to play yeah. at but to experience it in an Edinburgh derby is, oh, it is fierce isn't it like, you, you're only playing the one that obviously that, was, did Hibs not play Hearts this season yeah, Hearts, Hearts, Hearts yeah, played Hibs did you play in that uh-huh. one aye? but obviously it was no fans was it no, I suppose with the fans in it's like unbelievable because I didn't expect to expect what what happened. Like I just thought it'll be a derby just like any other one. I had never played in many big derbies, but my god, that was incredible. Like the, the fans. Is the whole, whole build up all week good game? Aye. Jet the Jet was High's a kite. Jet was unbelievable. You know what I mean? He 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 played for Hearts. Mm. He's managed Hearts a couple of times. He broke, he broke a few hearts. So yeah. he knew what it was meant and Billy Brun was just like a the Hertz, he calls uh, it. Uh, the Hertz, I love the Hertz. I'll tell you, boys. See, when you play for a club like the fucking Hertz, <laughs> aye. <laughs> you just knew he goes into it, but uh-huh. superb. But no, nah, the, the, the league needs Hearts back in it because I think, like Andy well, says, I think it's going to be next year, by the way. Hearts will, I think, they'll be better because they're playing, no disrespect to the League One, better teams, better players. And I think that 
they'll have to like you say comes and goes they'll leave a few players and a few will come in but there'll be no nonsense taken because of what's happened this year I mean there's been a lot of pressure and next year that pressure mm-hmm. will just change because they can't afford to do, go and do, do that do you think any playoff teams got a chance? Wraith Wraith I, I do on that big astroturf pitch I like Wraith I think Inverness have got a chance as well mate but Terry he's done well hasn't he Cause I thought he struggled at first didn't he but he's Maybe from some run of form as yeah. well. That's what it was in momentum. See, when you're going to play off some momentum, mate, you've got a right good uh, chance, didn't you? And they? even like they've always looked as if they're kind of done there, but they've had about five games in hand. Yeah. See, if you're like January to February, I think they played one game, mm. uh, January to March, sorry. Is it still that scenario where you like the fourth place third, the winner of that plays second, and the winner of that plays the. To be fair, it's uh, solid. It's as if it's like that. They're putting in all stipulations to try and get the team in fourth, not to win the. Yeah, not to get promoted. But see, next year, even the Premier League top six is going to be tough to get in the top six. I think United will. Get better. I think St. George will probably again. get better. St. Myrna will spend a few quid, I think. Uh, Aberdeen, are they, like. going to, are they going to spend a few quid? But they've brought in a lot of, like, in terms of Brown and even the boy Arlen Russell from England. Yes, up. gorgeous Alan Russell. Boy, good, good. I played up front with him. You know, he he lifted in Christina Aguilera at the That's right. Movie Awards. Aye. Right? Aye. Swear me. He did. He's a handsome Honestly? Boy. Aye. That was because I played, tried to get off him on the B license. We, that. That. <laughs> <laughs> we played that on the bus one day going to away game. How did you play on? I played with McCamarlick. Right? Hope was funny. Hope was player, but great. Can you believe he's a striker coach, mate? <laughs> Couldn't he strike a fucking match? <laughs> he's a good guy, mate. I like that. Nah, he he, 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 he was good. one of the, he, like you say, Sai, he came into training, right? And it, it, I think his, his missus owns a, like some kind of equestrian centre up in, uh, near Kamarnik. And he's obviously looked after himself and his life and big, handsome, just mm. all the gear, yeah. the looks and everything you like. Fucking hell, don't stand too yeah, close to me. Stand I like standing to next to Slaney because I look amazing. <laughs> Whereas I'm like Slaney standing next to Alan Russell, you just don't do it. Superb. Uh, talking to Slaney, he's carried us. Russell's carried, uh, God, he's carried this podcast, sorry. Oh yeah, and that, because of that, we're at the Hydro again. New day, mm-hmm. October 3rd. Buzzing. Some going, isn't it? Amazing. Like you say, that picture gave me Goosebumps for ah, that picture was oh it was it was brilliant. I but you don't realise how how well obviously a show's done to even get to, mm. to something like that and sell it out. How quickly did it sell it? Six years quicker than Beyonce, mate. To be fair, Andy's doing the Chi Adams, aren't he? Oh, he's just jumping on a quick last minute. What a year for yeah, the young I'm man. I'm at Moisey, see if it was some daft venue. I'm not there, chance, man. Then he went off to Davis the first two years, come in when we fucking sold the hydro. She had him, sorry, again. I don't know if he's banned though, because see, the last time we were there, we Ford got us tickets to go and see Still Game in the box. And Slaney, the boy that was looking after us in the box, he had a few beers and he says to him, yeah, you going up? And the boy was like, going up when he's up my arse with a toothbrush. We got chucked. Say anything? We got chucked at the hydro, mate. Oh my days. <laughs> so I, I don't Is even know. <laughs> I don't know if he'll even be a, I would back in, but should be good, eh? Aye. A few well. big announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. Guests. Aye, the guests. Mind that day we sat down and planned it all, but we're going to do Do we need to replan it, seeing as though that was a year ago? Probably only to, aren't we? I know. But Cummins has said on Instagram the other day that he's wanting to come, so. You bottle it, mate. Jinx so? You bottle it. Nah, sure. Get, get that signed on a get that signed on a dotted line, mate, if he says he's gonna come. Get enough of David. Cummins would be brilliant too. Jink, you'd be yeah, good. But, oh aye, you would. There's got brilliant. to be a joker off of him in Slaney, isn't there? Somewhere at the Hydro. There'll be some Monday some morning. Some contest that. Some Monday morning the phone ins to work. I've kinda come in today. Sunday's good to me. It's all day or Sunday. Aye, I, think Sunday, I think Sunday. I think a few people are always a wee bit miffed by the Sunday, but obviously they've got to understand that we've got a couple of players that are still playing, so it's uh, we kind of had him prepared for so I kind of be playing Clyde away on a Saturday before preparing for the, the Hydro game correct Kev before we move on to the Celtic Rangers game also 10th assist of the season for this man 
Aye. Pulling the string, young man. Goals, Andy, you got. Not many. A few. Not many. Four, get, I think. Uh-huh, four, three or four. Aye, four five. Four or five. Four goals and ten assists. Aye. What do you want? And you've played the sitter quite a bit, haven't you? Aye, I have. I've actually played more. I've played further forward a lot more uh, over the last few games. I played left wing back at the weekend, didn't I? Two left backs. Ah, is, that a shift, is it a left wing back? Is that not a great one? but I mean, I've said all the time. I don't mind left back. You get all the ball, man. Uh-huh. Get the ball constantly. Game in so, front of yeah. you. It was uh, maybe well, uh, like, listen, Alo are obviously struggling down there. And, uh, I've told you like a few times before they actually played really good football, but yeah, uh, just individual mistakes and, and struggling to get results. But we, we played really well at the weekend. Like first 10, 15 minutes wasn't great, and then after the first goal, we were back to a free flowing best going forward. That's for sure. He's going to celebrate. We couldn't. But could, what about when it's all done? I don't know. I don't know. Sure, um, you got to celebrate. You got to uh, celebrate the good times I, in life. I know, but I mean, there was plans for the Scottish Cup final, like just getting to the Scottish Cup final, get some sort of celebration going for for getting the club back to a major final. But there was nothing that came out. Obviously, beat Hibs in the semi. Couldn't celebrate that. I think it was fucking just it now. The way that the way that restrictions are lifted obviously at the end of the month. So surely there must be some beer garden somewhere in Edinburgh that could accommodate these for. Man, not sure. Oh, you need to, you need to celebrate it. That's the best bit. Yeah. Mate, people Nothing don't realise how long seasons are. Eh? Uh-huh. Right? It's tough, mate. So the start of season, league, you want to win a league. Mate. How long it is for A to uh-huh. B is, is like days training, fucking. So see, like, so you're still playing. You, you've won, say si, you're still in a kind of. You have a chance of, uh, to stay up. How many weeks do you get off now? Because obviously, like That's you see, England, we, like we were eight weeks. weeks. We were always eight weeks. Mate, even, that eight weeks was fucking brilliant. I've only had that. Well. Two or three times in my full career. Aye. It's indeed. fucking mental, isn't it? Oh, I told you about Stratton, didn't I? I brought us in halfway through it to go to no the manga for a week. Aye. So, nah. Nah, did he? Mate, seven weeks off, right? So seven weeks off. I think this was my first or second season. And uh, about two days before. So it wasn't even planned for like, like towards the end of the season. It was like two weeks before the last game of the season. Obviously, everybody's away. Stratton calls and meetings at. Right, boys, this is the plan for the summer. You've got your running plans and all that, and in the middle there's like uh, training break. So we're like that. As again, it's like a week off. Just just like chill in between it and then start running again. Is that right? I training break. Uh, oh, I think he's still a manga, by the way. Uh, so say thanks to the club. Obviously, nice wee tip oh, for me. Yeah. Now, we were like, oh, God. you are joking me, well, man. So you would go to the manga and then you'd be off again? Mate, so that's the thing. Oh, so you've got a couple of weeks brutal. off to obviously rest the legs. You start running again. You go to the manga. You do your bleep test. You do all your testing. You get your body fats done. You... You train every single day, you go off, and they give you another week off again to recover. So, what's the point in this? But, mate, I'm t- like, well, we're literally. You love the manga, mate. I went to the manga. And we were, doing like, we were doing like team bonding drills yeah. as well, where you were like, like military training, so that like, you'd be starting at the bottom of a hill, you just need to carry a log up half a mile, like, as a oh team, you need to goodness. drop it, you need to cycle up half a mile, like, fucking lot of shake, most of <laughs> I've always given Strackle credit, man, he's a great manager, but that was a, that was a nightmare of a trip. Oh, he loved La Manga, didn't he? Loved it, but he had he a house in there. He took his but that's the thing, he took his missus, man. Ah, you wouldn't see him in a beer or sitting fucking bored at not. <laughs> he's out with the missus, man. He's no daft, man. Uh, must have been a cheap flight that week, yeah. See, oh, that eight yeah. weeks, mate, I'd, I used to love it, man, but I'd always get a text from Paul Caddis after seven weeks saying, mate, I've still not done a run And he used to come back a disgrace, man, mate. See, to be honest, though, it's hard getting motivated to get up and run in the morning, isn't it? Maybe it was a time off. I, like, I always. You just put it off, didn't you? I'll date, I'll start next week. I always need to date in, in a gym. Like, like, I know you love your road runs. I uh-huh. hate road runs, mate. Uh-huh. I would much rather go on the treadmill, just set my pace at what I need to go and just go. Do you know why he hates the road runs? Because seeing he goes out road running, all the Celtic fans chase me as they go quicker. Aye, <laughs> fucking hell, I know. Did you go no, back in good nick, nah? 
Nah, I, 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 when I, since that season finishes, I was straight home to Stranraer and I probably did a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday club for eight weeks. Wow. Every four-day bender for eight weeks. And then it would get to like that week before you were due to go back. And I remember climbing the fence at the school to go in the running track because we were supposed to do a... A twelve minute, a twelve minute run. Twelve minute run, Strachan loved a twelve minute run. Twelve minute, what was it twelve minutes? And you had to do three thousand two hundred meters. Did that sound a bit yeah, right? So it was like eight hundred meter, four hundred meter. Eight laps of the track. Eight laps of track, a minute and a half. So I was like, oh, I'll give this a whirl. So I did six laps, and it was like about a minute thirty-five, minute thirty-six per lap. And I thought, I should be all right. I was fucking breathing. Stopped. Couldn't even climb the fence back over. <laughs> and I thought I'll be fine. Then first day back, you just get through it, don't you? They yeah, don't really. Right. Get into massive trouble for being as long as you're there or thereabouts. That was it. Just stick with the group. And then you start drinking the start drinking the apple cider vinegar in the mornings, pretending it's going to burn the body fat off you. Strip it off you. Did you do the twelve minute run? Aye. First day back up the track. Horrible. I commentates to the full twelve minutes. I know. And I told you, like Mido was getting lapped off goalies. He was like not giving a job, mate. He was running at like just walking pace, just no care. He's like, I'm going to buy a club anyway. Would Stratton say something while he was going slow? Nah. Mido was the type of guy that managers would just like, oh, he's that gone with him. There's no point even talking to him. Yeah. So, Danny Dickio was the, the media, the, the, the Mido of Sunderland. Sunderland. Aye, he was. They were heroes to see the guys that never gave a fuck. Mate, they they always so, made you look better as well. Uh, even aye, if you were toiling. They were the best. He would do the running and then the top would come off and he'd wrap it around his head like a headband and he would end up running like backwards as if he was going to fall backwards, but he was still going forward and he was. He was a fucking unfit. Every guy guy's got awesome. the every 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 club's got the guys as well. What pre-season? Assuming it, it's nice weather and that, but they roll their roll sleeves up, roll their shorts up, and all that. It is my most hated thing, man. Big Honestly, man, I hate that. Love these sell. Oh, Emerson yeah. Tom, him man that played with Chelsea. Emma, hey, big centre. Emo, he came to us and he was exactly that. Rolled the shorts That's up it. to the point that you could see his wee half inch or cooting out, right? <laughs> and then he'd imagine Scolzi, imagine He'd actually cut the sleeves off his thing, and I even cut a, a six pack out of his, and he was just ripped like big, massive quads, six pack a lot, and. Like, hey, man, you look the part, but you couldn't fucking trap a bag of cement. No, Goldie's one of them, mate, that still wears trackies and long jumpers in the summer. Ah, yeah, yeah, he's not showing any skin, man. <laughs> All the white guys that me come in, pure white, head to toe in the uh, sun cream. That's Jamie <laughs> Murphy, mate. That's Jamie Murphy. <laughs> Is that Sla- him? Slap non factor, factor sugar cream on before the training. <laughs> right, what a game we've got this weekend. Certainly be raising the cup. Uh, Kev, what I mean, what it's like to make up for their dismal season? Aye, this, this is probably, I would say, one or two biggest games they've got, considering how the season's went, because obviously they've got an opportunity still to stop Rangers um, going undefeated in the season. That's a massive game, but the Cup game is their last chance to win any silverware, and I think Rangers will be looking at it to to try and do the clean sweep of what's left. Um, I think Celtic... They're going perform- in good form, so Aye, like. great. They're going into good form. I think they've found a formation um, that's working. I think the return of James Forrest gives them that wee bit extra width that they probably haven't had. Mm. Um, Pace. Elanese is coming in and starting to score goals again. Tumbles dictating things and you've got Brown back in the team sitting with um, McGregor. So there seems to be a, an understanding of where they are. Maybe that's what they didn't have for long parts of the season at the beginning. So... It's just trying to get a settled eleven, I think, with Celtic. Um, and I think that Rangers, I don't think Rangers are feeling anything. I think Rangers will look forward to the game um, and they'll see that Celtic will probably press us. They'll probably put us on the back foot. Let's just play one normal game because Rangers have got quality throughout their side as well. So it'll be, a, it'll be an interesting game, but a huge game more so for Celtic than probably Rangers because 
Rangers have achieved what they, what they set out to do. So important for us, this fit. I, I watched Rangers against Hibs. Probably the one area that I think you could get was Boyle and Barisic. I think if Celtic were to, if yep. Forrest was to play, that would be the, the kind of area you'd look to, to hurt Rangers. Nah. Aye, well, Celtic. I, I don't know. You look, you look in the past and Celtic, they, they've always played with They've always played with winners. Yep. There's yeah. always been attacking for free form football, like, like Sir McGeady, Sean Maloney in the past. And, it doesn't seem really like no team in world football plays diamonds in Nah, it? I no, said it, that as well. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not a formation you can see, you see a lot of successful Top teams, teams get away with. And I know listen, everybody's got their own style and brand of football, but it was it was all to accommodate to up front. Mm. But I thought pretty early on it was quite obvious it wasn't working and they tried to stick with it, try to make it right. And I mean it's no I mean it's no shock that they've they've ended up going back to four three three, four, two, three, one and they went and obliterated living, probably putting their best performance for months. Yeah. So, um, but listen, players with James Forrest help. Oh, we've spoke about how much Celtic have missed him. Even his numbers alone. Mm. Uh, there's Mate, what is he, two score twos, isn't he, Matt? Three, three or four, I think but he scored a few goals. It's not even that size. The type of player that see if he's no... That, no, there's wingers that play really well and don't have the same effect in terms of numbers, but there's players where, even if they're not having a great game, they'll grab you that goal. Yeah. Sometimes a big goal as well. James Forrest always been that player. So Celtic have missed him. And I... I always thought that when he came back fit, he's not suited into a 4-4-2 uh, diamond. Where's he going to play? Yeah. So I always think that they were going to change to accommodate him. And I think it's came at a, a good time for Celtic. Because like Kev says, it's two massive games. Right, we've got the board. Obviously, he's not here, but that, is that Can't how... Can't myself. <laughs> yeah, that's how both teams are lined up. Yep. Aye. The thing, with, the thing with Forrest when he plays out wide, he's a proper winger where he yeah. gives you the width all the time. He's not one of these ones that come in looking for the ball all the time. If it's on the left side, he'll only come in so far, but Celtic need the width to try and help Edward. But they're going to play in there, mate. That's where they're playing. Right. They're not playing wide. But they'll play wide. Right there. So that, that's probably the two different styles in terms of the two teams. I think yeah. Celtic are going to play with a lot more width than Rangers. Rangers width's going to come for their fullbacks. Uh, where James Tavernier back or no I doubt but Nathan Patterson again at the weekend I thought was, was really really good I'd still obviously he's young I think he's got a massive massive future ahead of him but he's still not going to give you the same effect that, that James Tavernier is ah, going to give you going forward what about on, so in terms of Turnbull Andy who picks him up does Davis go and sit on him or, or does he like, no worry about uh, the Rangers no worry about that I don't think they will I, I think they'll just try and so I think similar to what uh, what Slaney was saying last week, let me just tuck my mic in. I think, so, oh, so you're agreeing with Slaney ta tactic wise? I have, but remember what you back in the bank? Push up! <laughs> push up! <laughs> I'm not saying that Rangers are going to do that, but I think they'll mere time just squeeze the spaces between yeah. the uh, defence and the midfield in terms of somebody like Stephen Davis. I'm not going to tell Stephen Davis go to go Mark and Turnbull. Because what like you like I said, the good players goes out there, drags out Stephen Davis out there, you're not leaving people at uh, Austin yeah. Edward that type of space because I actually think a lot of for somebody that scores a amount of goals that he does, some of Edward's best work's actually out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's more than just a goal scorer. He's got that all-round play. So I think Rangers will just try and squeeze their space as much as possible. That's why I think whoever plays here is probably the most interesting one. Because I think in European games and old Fulham games, quite often they've went for like a Joe Arebo in the front three, Scotty Arfield in the front three, he'd be a bit more disciplined. And but that, Rangers, that Rangers team will be the same team that played Hibs this weekend, won't it? If Kamal Roof plays, aye. Yeah. If Kamal Roof plays. I think he's the one that I'm... I'm probably a bit more undecided if he'll play or not. Don't get me wrong, I think when he's played, he's done really well, scored mm. some scored some good goals. But I think if if past evidence proves any time it's all firm games or, or European games, 
Gerard does go that little bit more conservative because Rangers are a very, very good counter-attacking team. Mm. But in, the, in domestic football, they never get a chance to show it. Whereas See, against Celtic, sometimes you, you get the opportunity. Uh, I was listening to Hank with Jim Good when he says he hates number 10s in football. But I was going to say, so see, if Rangers are going to play it for the back, Kev, how does... How does Celtic stop Rangers playing it for the back? Does Turnbull go and push on another one of the centre-halves? Because I'm, if I'm playing Rangers, I want them to kick the ball on. I don't yeah. want them to play it for the back. You've obviously got to push Forrest. And so you want Forrest to start in here you, you, and El Yunusi to start kind of playing you, between the two to, you, backs. Obviously, the new rule allows you to pass the ball in the 18-yard box, doesn't it? Six-yard box. And Rangers do it, don't they? Rangers, Rangers do, do it. it right? Regardless, drop, you've yeah. always seen Goldson coming that short. So I don't think... I don't think whatever Celtic will do will change how Rangers feel. I think Rangers will still try and do what they've been doing all season, try and get it out the back because sometimes I find with, with Rangers and Goldson, I think if you look over the course of the season, see when the day play it short, see when the day compressed, he hits he goes that in long behind. diagonal. Yeah. And that sometimes is where when, when you're pushing Forrest up or Elanusi up to try and combat them playing out, that's when that diagonal is on. You might get somebody in, in behind Forrest, whatever. So that, there's obviously that option as well, but... For me, I think the game will be won in the middle of the park. Who controls it well? Because the last two old fun games, Celtics controlled the ball very well in the midfield and dictated how things have been. And I think the last old fun was it, did Davis play or he didn't play? Ah, uh, Davis played. No, he, he played, played but he played a couple of games before. And you said he was maybe a wee bit leggy. Whereas this time around, there's a week between the games, and I think whoever controls the midfield will determine how the game goes. And I think Celtic might possibly have more possession than Rangers. It's what they do with it in possession. And like Andy says, it's will Rangers catch him on the counter-attack? I mean, it, World uh, class. we've been looking forward to this all week. Slaney's better gave us a bit more bit more expertise in his yeah. opinion. You know, he likes his coaching and that, didn't he? But uh, he's bottled it. I think for me, I agree with it. Mid- middle of the park's always important, especially yeah. in big games and all yeah. firms. But I think for Rangers, that 3v2 that they'll try and create and then uh, you're probably right for Celtic. Uh, the right I'm no commenting on any tax. I don't really like this. He's got a like feel for it. No, I like no, it. No, I don't, I don't, the confidence I don't, is building. I don't really like tactics, but obviously when they play at the back and Celtic are always a bit higher, what I was trying to get at is that that ball's in there for goals and to drop it into somebody or maybe even go across. Or like, you know what I mean? There's always going to be, because if you've got that, there's, Celtic are then going to go all the way up and squeeze too high. Do you, you know like? what I mean? Nah, well, if they do... They're leaving themselves open, surely, Simon, at the back. I know they've got good height and tights at Ayer and Welsh, but I think Rangers will start this way in terms of trying to play at the back, and I think as the game goes, they might have to change if Celtic do the press well. But I don't think Rangers will worry about what Celtic do. They'll be If they do what they do right and well, it'll be irrelevant. Mm. Like I, Simon, think, your I can't see Rangers changing much in terms no. of the way they play. They I, why why yeah, should they? See we talk about it all the time, press, Simon. I, where they've been, where Rangers have been good is in these areas here, isn't it? Yeah. Midfield runners. That's why Celtic have always had big gaps. But what they've had since Kennedy's came in is if the boys on this side, they didn't leave as much gaps as no. like they have before. They'll get over on the side of the boy. So because like that longer ball, you've got guys like Aribo who can win the ball in there. He's strong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see. Come next weekend, next Monday's podcast when we talk about it, we could have been miles off it. <laughs> Probably will be. <laughs> Probably will be, but. See, at the end of the day, to have two old farm games left, it's a, it's good for the fans, a good viewing, and ideally, you know I mean? Celtic really need to win one of the two to have a... The season's been rubbish. Mm. But Celtic need to win one of the two for whatever reason. One, to try and go and win a cup, 
I want to stop your greatest rivals becoming undefeated in the league. See, the thing is as well, Si, right? You go, you, you're, you're talking on, on tactics board about style of plays and, and the way teams can play. Set pieces are massive in these Just games. Just going to say, that was my next question, set, set pieces. Set pieces are massive yep. in these games and Rangers. Yep. Every goal Rangers scored against Celtic has been a set piece or a second phase. Yeah, yep. So you can go as much as possible about trying to stop teams playing, how you can hurt them the other way. Simple things like corners and free kicks. Nine teams out of ten, that's what win you big yeah. games. Maybe the wee details. I always thought that Rangers were very good defensively in terms of defending corners and free kicks. But see, the last old firm with Turnbull's delivery, yeah. it put Rangers under a wee bit of pressure because Iron Wills did get a few opportunities. And I think it'll be the same again this time. Ah, Turnbull's delivery and Barisic's delivery. That's where the game could be. We're talking about the midfield in terms of who dictates the game. But like you say, when it comes to set pieces and free kicks and stuff like that, See, the ball's on the got bottom. a few chances that oh, the goal disallowed you. The goal disallowed you probably see, shouldn't have been. Like, uh, Rangers have got, Rangers defensively and attack set pieces have been very good, but yep. Rangers haven't really got a weakness. But if you had to pick one, it would be crosses field yep. play, but it's more oh, yeah. stopping crosses. Barisic. It's like stopping crosses and, and uh, people drifting in at the back post. But listen, you can't really say a team's got a weakness when uh, Nisbet was the third player to score against Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Uh, against I, I thought Ibrox. he was great again. Nisbet, I'm like a Rangers amputating Nisbet, mate. Definitely. Um, see, Rangers, Andy, will they sit in or, or will they take the game to Celtic? Will they sit in and try and hit on the counter? I'm not sure. They've took different They've approaches in different different old firm games. It's, as I said, I think they're, they're a team that can go, can go either way. They, they can press for the front or, like I said, they're a very good counter-attacking team so quite a lot of times Instead of trying to win the ball, yes, he's back up. Instead of trying to Rangers trying to win the ball up here, they actually want Celtic's back four to be here, yeah, so they can win it here and exploit forty yeah. yards of space in behind. So I'm probably a bit more inclined to see them do a bit more of this. What do you prefer them? Do you prefer when Rangers go and press high up the pitch or when they do sit back on the half feeling? Opposite to what Rangers fans want, because they want them to be here, because yeah. that's the way fans want. But I like them better here, right? Because see when Rangers are like that, hard to break through. They're so hard to score against me. That's yeah. why their defensive record has been that good. So I, like me personally, I'm more inclined to say they'll go with, they'll go with this because they've done. I think they've done that at real firm yeah. this year. Oh, so see this front foot press, mate. Look at me, that's it. See that your feet? I know I'm, I'm loving this now. <laughs> see, see that, see this front foot press, <laughs> mate. That's triggered by fans. Uh, that's triggered by fans. Hundred percent. So see when that first guy goes and 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 he blocks it, it goes out for a throw in. Everybody goes mental. Aye, aye, aye. He gets ten percent energy. He gets ten percent yeah. energy. He gets ten percent yeah. energy. So see that front foot press for ninety minutes. Sometimes it's the fans that actually drive that on. Because the times I did see against Hibs that Hibs did get in is when they did do that front foot press and it's that bit in between Hollander and Barisic, isn't it? Boyle and James Forrest in particular. You go and press high up the pitch, that boy in there for Forrest. Tell you what, it's a fucking scrimmation with that pitch. It's a fucking midfield battle there, though, right? Oh, amazing, lads. It's all down to Tempo. Sorry, is that Tempo? Tempo. Who's he? Who's he, Night Tempo. Remember the boots? No. Because, see if you. When you're playing a game, and Andy, you've played an old firm, you can sense how you've started. If you've started well, your confidence grows, you go for it. If you haven't started well and you're the opposite team, you can sense that they haven't yeah. started well. And I think that the two games we talked about, the Celtic were, were, were on the front foot. They got at Rangers, but I still felt Rangers were comfortable with Celtic coming on at them. And they were just waiting for those moments to pick pockets and say, right, okay, we might not be going well attacking, but we get that free kick, that mm-hmm. corner, that's where we'll take the opportunities. And I think the game will be no different. I see a lot of teams that sort of sit in and invite pressure as well. Yep. Sometimes their biggest issue is actually getting out when they yeah, get the yeah. ball. Aye. But Rangers are brilliant at that. So they'll sit in and they'll say to Celtic, we'll go time break it down, try and beat us. But see when they win it, 
Then they get to four, five, six passes or they just go direct and hit mm. you in the counter. I would like so. to see Celtic go back to the Celtic at the beginning of the season where when they get possession of the ball, it goes from, obviously he wasn't playing at the beginning, but it goes from Forrest to Brown to McGregor to Elanusi back, 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 and it becomes slow and then that allows Rangers to get in, get set, and then they can deal with it. They need to move the ball quicker. And then that's when Edward drops in. You play the one-twos around the corner. I like the idea where Ed, Tumble getting closer to Edward when they're, talk, when, they're, when they're attacking because I think the two of them are very clever. Yeah. And they've got those round the corners, the overs, the one-twos that might get them in. So it's, it's going to be an exciting game and hopefully come Monday, something we've talked about today comes off. Comes off and we can maybe get ourselves a job in fit. Oh, you know, she's hit a bit of form as well. By the way, I've given him a bit of criticism, but oh. you know what he is? He's a great finisher. I'm no convinced. I haven't been convinced that he's worth the money paying to keep him at Celtic like full time, long term. Mm-hmm. But, but you sometimes it's year, hard to you? argue because he's scoring goals and he's yeah. scoring good goals and he has got good feet. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a debate that the the board and the chairman will decide what to do with him. But I, I don't know. Okay, uh, Eddie Howe's agent appeared to pour cold water on the, the speculation. You still think he might come to Celtic? Aye, aye, I don't think there's um, there's no smoke without fire. So see this, the fact that the speculation's been in the first point, it has been for that long. You still got to fancy it, it's uh, fancy it's in the in the woodworks, but it's probably just doing what any agent does. He t- tries to keep them in the open market in yeah. case no another prem team ends up sacking the manager before the end of the season. And Do you think that is what Eddie Howe's waiting on to see what sort of premier job he can I get? Potentially, but but it's probably, I mean, it's not him that's came out and said it's his agent and mm. that's what agents do. Yeah. We try and look after our clients in different ways. So I still think it could be that. I think for Celtic fans though, we've seen stuff like this happen in the past where they're linked with people, players as well, and it's been festering over weeks and weeks and weeks and it ends up not happening. Mm. So I think, I think that's Eddie probably Howe, in the back of Celtic I fans. I think mind. Eddie Howe's in a similar position to what Brendan Rodgers was when he left Liverpool. Different clubs, Liverpool, both take away. If Eddie Howe waits and takes just the next Premiership job that comes available and it doesn't work out, where does he go from there? But whereas, does he take the Celtic job like Brendan Rodgers does, does an unbelievable job, turns the club around, gets him playing great football, his next job after Celtic in the Premier League might be something like, obviously at the time Leicester, pushing for top six, they're now pushing into top four. Does Eddie Howe then go back and maybe get a potentially like a, a bigger job than maybe something like a Crystal Palace it might come up if Roy Hodgson decides to leave. Mm. You know, I think there's similarities there. Yeah. I just didn't see why he would want to go and take it. What, what, what more can you I do know, with Crystal Palace and what Roy I know, Hodgson I, I, know, I would agree with you because I think that Crystal Palaces and your Burnleys and teams like that, they're just happy to stay in the Premier League. They're not looking to try and progress. The problem at the deep Newcastle will be the same, won't it? What, what can you do with Newcastle? You know I mean? Newcastle you could do a lot with if you yeah. had the backing the, of, but are you going to get the backing do you know what I mean but Plus at this I'm, minute in time under the chairman I don't yeah. think that's going to happen and I don't re- think you realise how much the manager's office stinks I mean we're <laughs> already <laughs> fart jars I think she's got a job he's had to get that Newcastle job <laughs> <laughs> oh mate I need a proper clean one at that office oh, oh, uh, I must be humming mate I must be humming <laughs> need to do their coming in there amazing is there any chance John Kennedy could get I think so I think so I said it weeks ago Mate, he was touted as to be the next Celtic manager four or five years ago. Mm. So one bad season doesn't make him a bad coach or a yeah. bad head coach, whatever he plans on being. So there's no doubt whatsoever for me that when he got it in temporary charge, like Celtic hierarchy have never said they've ruled him out. No. I potentially know being the next Celtic manager. Listen, he's probably not a favourite. 
But I do still think there's a chance yeah. that he could get it. There has been a there's been a change since he's took over now. Definitely, Simon, because I think he spoke to likes of Kieran Tierney and other guys that worked with John and they said that he's a fantastic coach, like really, really good. So he's got the respect to the players. Yeah. Maybe that's where the problems lie, because maybe John Kennedy and Neil Lennon had different ideas and the two of them couldn't yeah. come up with the same idea. Maybe that was a part of the reason, but while Celtic have targets, um, it's like any manager trying to sign a striker. You have that number one striker, but you have number two, three and four, just in case you just get number one. Celtic will probably have the same. It's somewhere in that line, John, John Kennedy's yeah. in it. And if Celtic don't get Eddie Howe or whoever the next one is, John Kennedy might find his way in. And John Kennedy's very part of a young with Sean Maloney. They've been pals for years. Who knows? It might be them two guys that yeah. take Celtic forward. You just don't know. Football's a funny game and... Um, but you can't, you can't rule him out and at the end of the day, if he goes on and produces a couple of results against Celtic, he only furthers his chances of, of being the permanent manager. It's worked in the past, isn't it? Guardiola with Barcelona. What was he, the B-team manager? Yep. I mean, but, people would never have thought he'd get the Barcelona job no. being the B-team manager, would he? And he no, wouldn't have done all right. Exactly. And, I mean, John Kennedy was a player. He knows Celtic. He knows yeah. the history of the club. He knows what's expected to be part of such a big club. So it's no, it's not going to be a shock factor for him. It's his no. first job going for going no, a different country or something like that so I mean I do think I don't think he'll get it personally Yeah, but I do think there's a chance for him like I said everybody that I spoke to says he's a top coach I do like Kendall good guy but he's a wee bit more for into Brendan I remember Paul Lambert basically turned into Martin O'Neill aye he's you can see Kendall he does all the aye. I can see him with the hands and the, the Brendan Rodgers wee stumps that he does all the time I know. Imagine he started talking Northern Irish accent and that makes you think he's brilliant. Big schnoz. I played him with 21. He was a great big guy. I was injured for, well, for about two years, mate. I like him as he's well. He's hard as fuck. Nah, he was he's a tough boy. Uh, he's going to punch fuck at us for what we've said on <laughs> Um Tavernier signed a new deal. Aye. Good bit of business, Andrew. Oh, well, like see, that. I want to ask you because the Coupon show, the two boys, Frank and Derek, they were maybe thinking that he's signing a deal to maybe get Rangers money in the summer. Nah. You, nah, he'll I be there. I think so. I think he'll be there. What does I that mean for Patterson? Do you've said he's came in and done well? What is just up to him? To ah, I mean, he's 19, fight. mate. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? I know that's not really young in football these days, but he's, he's got the captain. Uh, he's got the captain. It's ahead of him. And listen, sometimes people don't forget. Like, I know Nathan Patterson's came in. He's young. He's hungry. And he's doing really, really well. But let's not forget how good James Tavernier was at the start of the season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if Nathan Patterson's came in now and he's guaranteed the number one slot at right back. But what Rangers have got now? Is a trustworthy backup if if, if there's a, a case again where James Tavernier gets injured because I mean Tav's played every game every season for the last yeah. three four years because mm. there's nobody that can actually come in and and do what he does. Whereas Parsons came in and maybe been chucked in at the deep end. Yeah, I mean the boy's not played men's yeah. football anyway. He's not been out on loan. He's not had any sort of development. He's came in and been chucked into old firm games and European games and and, and games going for league titles and handled it unbelievably well. So. No doubt whatsoever he's got a massive future. But right now, one of Rangers' best players and captain of the team's in that position. So I'd be very, very surprised if Rangers were what I'd be willing, willing sellers at have. But listen, every player's got their prices, no doubt about that. But I think it was still be Rangers. Because when he first player. got injured, there was talk of him trying to resign Morris Ross, wasn't there, to go and play right back? I heard it with Darren Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Darren Cole. Cole. You played with him, What a guy. Madman. <laughs> Ma Absolute madman. See, see, we talked last week with Hutz and then Carl Naismith. Yeah. Well, Coley was the third party of the trio. Oh, I've never heard of this guy, Darren Mate, Cole. Have you not? No. <laughs> what? Wait, Olivia in that. Mate, he, he played in one of the big European ties. I did. I am. Um, um, Trabzonspor or Boston Sport? How would you mean he's a way in Turkey he played? 
Og en strap, så screwball, mate. Så var, så var, <laughs> de, uh, så var det Cameron Hutch. De, de, de most laid-back guys in the world. Yeah. That just no get a serious bone in their body. But Coley was was the worst out of three of them. Aye. Like, absolute screwball. Well, is he, oh, he, is he, is he playing now? He's a football player. He, 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 he still played in Ireland. Right, is he right? But he was a very, very good footballer. Aye. Just up here, he'd full of fucking... A flentic is good on the ball. He'd like a bag of messages. Centre-half. Centre-half. Right-back, centre-half. He was very good. Um, but uh, he was the trio in that pack. Him, Carl Naismith, and Hutz. Remember who you were talking about? I actually know a story about him, right? right I told you I'm, no, 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 no. I told you I'm going to get Carl on. Carl will tell, tell it. He'll right. tell, tell it very well. Would that be well. one of his be- best stories? Naismith? Oh, Carl's got a few topics. Right, come on. This. Just you no, tell us. No, 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 I can't. How does he tell it And I don't know all the wee details that that will make you proper laugh and, and it will be remembered on the show. So I'll let Carl tell it. Remember I remember you? playing at Rangers with M3, right? And I was obviously an older player. And I, I, I played, I like chatted with him quite loads and, and they'd come in the next day and they'd say, Kev, can I have up with you? And I was like, aye, well, me, me and Colleen that did this last night, right? And they were pure panicking, what, like the gaffer's going to find out what, what, what should we do? And they're like, always asking for advice. And I'm yeah. like, even when I was younger, I did some fucking stupid things. Some of the things that they but did. things they were doing, I was like, this can't be right, man. He's in <laughs> at Rangers football club, he's need to stop. <laughs> Love that. You know, you're talking about like weird friendships. Aye. I was the other day that supposedly Roderick and Frimpong were really pally. Really? Uh-huh. And Roderick would I dress. love these type of things, mate. Uh-huh. Ro- Roderick would suppose I'd dress up as a big cat and Frimpong would dress up as a wee mount and he'd just chase him about the house. Shut sure. Tom, Tom and Jerry. You're that fatty, man. Uh, I, was, I was right looking forward to that, mate. I love the weird friendship. Do you know the one that we've never mentioned? Park G-Song, Tevez and Evra. Have you seen the video of Park G-Song's ah, birthday? Ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Park what G-Song, the fuck did they three talk about, man? I know, by the way. What a shout. I love I love the weird, weird friendships though we just every like, club had them out. Like all the foreign players, see they a player from Chile, a player from Uruguay, and a player from Ireland, and we're all mates. And mates you're like, uh-huh. how are you mates? Uh-huh. What who was who's who's Werner Palia? Um right now. Connor Goldson probably. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd say Connor, but him and Waggy were really close. But I'd say if I had to pick one for Tav, I would say it would be Connor. So that's that's probably not one of the, the, the weirdest partnerships I've both Were you at Rangers when Waghorn square go the wee boys at the chippy? Nah, I was, aye. I was. <laughs> did, he come, did he come in the next day and tell you about it? Mate, I've never seen it for like a couple of days, but then it, obviously it hit like social media and that. And, mate, it's so funny though, because you can actually tell on Waggy's face where he's at. I can't, I'm screwing up to a 12 But you can just see the video that he seems absolutely gone. <laughs> That's horrible. Right? Mate, I told you about Did I tell you about the time I was in Apple Store? No. Oh my days, have I not told this one, right? So, uh, similar to Waggy. Thank fuck, no, did I ever do this. So, we're in the Apple Store, right? And I'm with my missus, and how bad's it? If somebody gets cheeky when you're with your missus. missus. You need to act hard. Don't try and treat me like a man with the missus. I need to fight you now. <laughs> so I was in the Apple store, right? And some wee, wee guy, mate, I'm talking about 14, 15 year olds came up and asked for a 40. So it was right after Celtic beat his 5 1 at Parkhead. And uh, I was like, I no worries, mate. He's fucking fried. <laughs> so he's sitting there, right? <laughs> so me, me and Sai get the 40, right? And he goes at his mate, right? Tell me when. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I think I'm getting scanted or something, right? So the guy goes at when? He goes at. Right, <laughs> mid 40. So I just looked up at <laughs> fucking he'd gone, right? The apple, the apple guy's like looking at me as if what the fuck's going on here. So I just went, ah, fucking geez, that phone. So I'm like, you're a fucking hard man, aye. So I was like, ah. Came <laughs> 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 the back, walked in. We had a laugh, fucking guy, then. 
I can't even chuck his phone. I can't even fucking delete it. I'm done. So I fucking went back. I came back, walked out of the shop. Mate, where did these wee guys get the balls, man? Oh, Honestly, no. God, mate. Mental. I was fuming, though, man. Missus is looking at me like, ah, what did a, the missus say? Bam. You are an absolute man. You're getting done after 14 year old. Did the picture ever come out? Uh, I, I think I made them delete the, the picture. Did I you? asked them to delete the picture or something like that. I was like, mate, God, please delete that. Uh, I think it's good enough to do it. Do you hear anything like that, Kev? Nah. Do you ever get, see, when you sing for Rangers, do you ever get bothered when you were out? No, I was all right. I never went out. You were a cumber, no. cumber not really like that, is it? The, the worst thing I've ever, not the worst, but one of the things I remember was when I, I played Monday night in the Darts League down in Kirk and Tillich, and I was in this pub one night, McGinley's so Celtic pub, team I played for, and um, I was playing darts, right? And it was the first time I was on Twitter. I was, I was, I think I was playing with Rangers at the time. Right. And uh, I was actually, and some guy was live tweeting in the fucking pub. At Kevin Kyle's in here the night with his fucking trackies on and his socks. I tell you what, I was coaching that night. Right. He, he's in with his trackies on, he's got his socks rolled up with his trackies. What a fucking cock. I just want to knock him out. I didn't know this at the time because I'm obviously playing darts. Uh-huh. So I've got, I went to him and my mate's time and says, What about that guy sitting at the bar tweeting about you while you're playing darts? I says, I didn't even notice. See if I'd have known about it there and then. I think I'd have fucking just I'd dragged him out mm-hmm. of the pub. Was it the topless darts? <laughs> you... I was chucking him to the Jets' arse. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I was like, like some people are just brazen because they seem to think they've got this right to abuse you, but you're not going to do anything about it. Uh, and you can't even really do anything about it because you need to be the big no, man sometimes. Can't. But um, there's many a time I have what I'm, like, I'm off a banner, I'm not that, but like stuff uh, like that. Like, I, I, I want to knock him out because he's playing darts and that's what I can't. See, see with Tavernier back on that, what kind of captain is he? Will he? Does he speak before games and stuff like that? He does, aye, but. See, it'd be fair to you on that side, like, everyone's played with different types of captains. Lee Wallace wasn't really the most vocal. Was he not that? No, no, in terms of like, like, proper rousing people up and changing rooms. He was made a talker where they'd pull, pull people to the side and be, be a bit more like one on one. And I've said, Waldo's one of the best captains I've ever worked under. Like, mm. unbelievable. Tav's very, very similar, but what I'll say with, with, with Tav is, he's someone that leads by example every single day and standards are set in training games. And I've said to you before, mate, I, I think some of the criticism Tav's took over the, the years I've been uh, that I was at the club was was just baffling. Mm. Just couldn't understand it. Be a standout performer in games where you're losing and games where you're on poor runs, he'd stand out, but he'd be the one that gets criticised because he's got a red armband. How did he take that? Uh, when his arm? I mean, well, because he was still available every single game. He'd never hide when games nah. were game, games were being played. And see, for me, that's always been the mark. If, if people can play in big clubs, it's yeah. no, you know, not a baller and shouter. It's somebody that can exactly. Uh, it's not. It's not, it's not about going. Going to smashing people twenty four seven, like starting shouting at other people. It's see when the chips are done, are you going to get on the ball and try and make things happen? Chips are done. I think that <laughs> Tav's always either. done that. Uh, I think to be fair to Tav, to the only that at some point Rangers fans didn't like him. Yeah, they were like he thought his defending was terrible. He was the cause of some goals. He was missing a few penalties, and that just shows you that how football can quickly change when you're not performing well as a club and as a team. The captain got it, he got it stinking, but the minute that it changes, the team start performing, they've won a league, he, he's, he's the best. The he's the hero. And, and fair play him, because like Andy says, he could hide and get in your shell and pretend you're maybe injured for a game, whatever, but he kept his cell available every week and kept getting there putting in performances because he believes in his cell. Yeah. And um, nah, what, what, what did he sign there? Was it a two or three year two, extension? I think it was two, a two extension. Aye, so, 29th, 30th. So Derek and um, Frank obviously saying about maybe. I can see that I can see the reason why that would come up in conversation, but ultimately, where's Tavernier going to go at this point in his career that's going to be better than playing with Rangers in the Champions League next mm. year? 
Plus, it, see, see for me, Kev, I don't think they'll, they'll get the money. I don't no. think Rangers will get the money that Tav deserves they to, to get. To be paid. He's a 29-year-old. Uh, so, like, why, why sell him then? Yeah. Because he's if one he, of the best if players. He, if he continues into the next few years with Rangers, he'd become a right good, like, somebody that'll be well remembered. Uh, yeah. be remembered for the guy that's top 10. Uh, I mean, if you're, if you're a right back... feeling of signing that good contract, oh. Aye, good on him, man. Good mate. Always want good things for good people, mate. Yeah. He's one of them. So is he ripped? No. I mean, he's got a good body. I, I wouldn't say absolutely. He's got a good body. I wouldn't say he's ripped. No, but he's uh, he's always in the gym and that. To be fair, looks right. after himself. Mm-hmm. How about you? That do you remember signing your contract and checking your bank at that page? I so? remember t- what age was I? 21, 22, Something we're heading for relegation, and I think our my contract was coming to an end. And Howard Wilton says, "Look, we need to tie you up." And I was like, "Superb, right?" What so, tie up? What way? Well, just like the jet does. <laughs> Howard wanted to do it a different way. Welcome. Uh, so. He says, can you, you and your agent come up to the stadium at night? And I was like, I don't have an agent. Well, I did, but I didn't like him. So I says, I'll come and just negotiate it. So I went up and negotiated it. And, Fuck me. Uh, cracked out a three and a half year deal. And I thought, probably if I had an agent, I would have got You'd have got more? I'd have got a wee bit more. I, but I was the first. I was just happy to see. You sat in my wee Hugo Boss sign on that jump. I know, instead of next. <laughs> um, but uh, I was, uh, I went for 600 quid a week. Which at that time, 21, I thought, fucking hell, 600 quid a week. It's all right, man. I think not 800 quid a week, I... To five and a half grand. Oh, man. I, 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 and I, I remember, remember when the wage came through and, and agreed it all, and then it was a bit like three weeks later, the wages were due, and they'd actually backdated it so oh, far. So extra as well. So I was, I've still got that wage slip. Wow. I'll bring it in. I remember sitting with Jay McEvoy. Do you remember Jay? Oh, Great right. guy, mate. Honestly, top man scouser. Loved the beer. We'd be every Sunday, me and the scousers. And he came inside with me at Sunday when he first moved in. We got on straight away, so he's kind of mind the Vav style with you for a couple of weeks. And he had all his pay slips for Derby in the Premier League. And he's like, look at that lad, fucking 100 grand or something for a month. And I, that must be the best feeling in the world, man. Unbelievable. But at, sure that time, at that time when I was playing, obviously the money was, that's unbelievable money, but not like it is today. No. And I remember saying, we used to say as a youth team, we were doing well, the youth team, I thought, imagine getting in the first team and getting five grand a week. That was our goal, that was yeah, our yeah. dream, to get in the first team and get five grand a week. And when it happens, like, nothing really changed. Like, in terms, I didn't, like, I started buying designer clothes because I thought I had to, because I could afford them. Started buying, like, a nicer car and I bought a bigger house, but nothing really changed. And, and don't get me wrong, if anything, it made me worse because mm-hmm. I, had, I had issues. Yeah. And it, it, made, it just, it just, it just added more fuel to my fire, really. And, um, but it was the dream. And seeing that wave sit me, I'm like, Hell, man. I remember phoning my mum and dad and saying, oh, man, I've just signed a new deal. And they're like, and they, I, I, I was quite modest about it, but I probably was now looking back thinking, what must my mum and dad have thought when I, I phoned them and said, my dad's on like 15 grand a year working in a cheese factory. And my mum's yeah. sitting working down the Morrison's and they're like, cheese that he cheesed off? Oh, <laughs> he wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you know the worst thing that happened to me? See, so Swindon, I was on loan at first and like, Halfway into the season, you extend him alone. He went, See if you keep doing what you're doing, we'll give you this a week. But see that, mate. See, after that, you think every week, you think, I need to be on this, man, because I, I, I want that money so uh, bad. See, for about two or three weeks after that, I had a fucking shock in it. Just uh, thinking, like, I need to keep what, so I get that money at the end of the, end of the year. That was horrible. The worst and then also, see the champ, the, the, the playoff final, he came to us before the final. He's like, I know I said we'll give you that, but if you win this final, you're, that'll be doubled as well. Mate, I couldn't even concentrate on it. All I could think about was what I was going to spend that door on it. Life changing. It's crazy, mate. We got relegated that year, and then my wages stayed the same, 
And then we got promoted, and obviously because I didn't have an agent, I didn't have any like the promotion clause where your wages go up. I, I just obviously negotiated a shit deal. But I then started performing well for Sunderland, and Mick McCarthy chat my door at the end of the season, at the beginning of the, the season. We got um, we missed out the playoffs as Kevin. Like, We're going to offer you a new deal, and then straight away I'm sitting thinking, "Fucking hell, I'm on like now whatever it was a week, and he's going to go for me a new deal." Yeah. I was like, "God, I must be going to the double figures now." I was like, right, okay, Garth. I says, but there's no rush. We've got plenty of time. We'll sort it out. He says, it's because we've had an offer from Crystal Palace for three million quid for you. They'd, they'd beat us in the playoffs and got promoted. Ian Dowie wants to take you to, to Selhurst Park. And I knew this. And then they had offered me a figure in the background as a, as a, like a, a sweetener. They right. said, this is what you're going to get. And I was thinking, fucking hell, 14, 15 grand a week. Got to pay for uh, Crystal so Palace. I, I, so I went back to Mick. I says, look, Mick. I says, he says, so they sent a contract offer out to my agent, the guy that I wasn't speaking to, but they sent it to him because that's where it was going and it was for like 11, 12 grand a week. I was thinking, there's a negotiation and I could get the same as what. So what, are you going to get Palace? Aye, and then I got injured the next day and never played again for 18 months. The contract disappeared and that was it. It's football, mate. And that's oh, football. So that's, so, so whatever, anybody watching this and they're thinking all the money they're talking about, that's why I don't just, don't, I tell all young players and then, if there's an opportunity there to change your life with money, yeah. take it because it can happen the other way just as quick. And that was it. I had probably had maybe five good years in football and then the, the injuries and stuff just kind of put paid to to the potential of having. And it's not that. If I hadn't got injured and say I'd stayed on at Sunderland, I could have signed that deal. We then got promoted that season with Roy Keane. No, I Mick McCarthy got promoted. So there would have been clauses in there for your wages to go up in the Premier League. Ahead. So you just... That's how football works, and 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 the, the working man sitting here watching this will be like, "Geez, oh!" But that's how it is. Now I wouldn't bother about money, but see, when you were young, I was no. oh, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Nah, no wonder, because I was—I told you I was with sixty-five quid a week at the way. Why? So well, playing in the first team, playing the first team every week. So it's, it's not a way to live. Sixty-five quid a week. Sixty-five quid a week. You can't Somebody was saying my fifteen quid too much. <laughs> <laughs> so but it's no way. You're on, like, you're on an appearance and a win as well. I think it was like a. F- I don't think it was on appearance, but I'm sure it was like a 25 quid win bonus, but you would get like a, I think you'd get 100 quid a month petrol money, but fucking mate, driving to living, driving to living every day, mate, 100 quid's no covering it. Wow. Bit, even with my 10 year old Volkswagen Polo, I had, it used to shake when you go 60 <laughs> miles a day. Who would you drive through with? Uh, it was a few, it was me, Boy Bugsy, Chris Malone, Scott Walker, Sinky and Boy King McDowell. Do you know where Snoddy and Dons? Because it used to go for McDonald's every Snoddy morning, and Dons had left by the time I was regular on oh, the first right, team, right. so by the time I was driving, but when Snowden and Dons were there, we used to get the, the X15 uh, bus for Buchanan. What, so through Olivia? Through Olivia, aye. What a bus journey it was, though. What, what would you do on the bus? Oh, mate, it would just be carnage, man. Like, uh, Snowden would be sitting with packs of salt burning on my coys at 8 in the morning, like, Cans <laughs> Iron Brew. It was just <laughs> wild. But they were, they were the days, mate, honestly. They so, was that nice. your biggest jump, Andy, for Olivia uh, Middlesbrough? Aye, so similar to what Kev was saying, obviously, I was on 65 quid a week, and Olivia had offered me a new deal at 500 quid at the time, which was a top earner. But they were just being clever about it because they knew they knew I was away in the yeah, yeah, yeah. summer when I was at a contract. And I think, obviously, it's something to do with the more money I was on, the more years I was there for de- development-wise, the, like, the more compensation they eventually got. So at that point in time, um, there was quite a few teams that I, I could have potentially spoke to, but the two main ones was Newcastle and Middlesbrough. That was the two that I really wanted to go to, mm. purely for the reason that I was only 16, 17. I wanted to be as close as to home as possible. Away, it was only like sort of two and a half, three years. Uh, the reason I chose Middlesbrough was because of Stratton. 
Chris Boyd, Kevin Thompson, Steve McManus, Barry Robson, the Scottish contingent they had there was, was mental, yeah. do you know what I mean? So was Boyd, he did the same as Snoddy with the McGoys in the morning? Aye, but it was Scotch pies. <laughs> <laughs> and Scotch eggs, Scotch pies and Scotch eggs at half eight in the morning. But, uh, so, I mean, that was just an easy decision for me, but the I, I had an agent at the time. I'd just signed with my agent. And see, when you get 500 quid a week flunging you when you're on 65, you're like, I'd have signed, signed that in that second. Yeah. But my agent was like, are you stupid? Like, you're not signing that. Like, yeah. Like obviously you're going to take you somewhere else and, and uh, it'll be much more than what you're eventually on. So thankfully I obviously refused to do it. And I remember my uh, going down with my agent. I remember she looking back at the, the gear I was wearing when I was signing <laughs> day, man. Yeah, I had an All Saints t-shirt on that was down to my knees. Yeah. I had a leather jacket on that honestly it must have been like 15 gear? quid or something. No, but honestly I'm going to tell you a story about that, right? So uh, no, at this point in time, 65 quid a week and I remember going down with my agent, yeah, you're, you're signing all the papers, you're doing the contracts. And see, this time we hadn't negotiated a fee or nothing. So uh, I went back up the road and my agent stayed down there for two, three days. So I was like, what's going on? I thought it'd be done. Him and so I remember the hotel again. No, yeah. I, 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 Kevin and Jet, it was. So then I remember <laughs> going round to my mate, uh, Big Scoot, Big Scoot Gear. I remember going round to my, my mate Scoot's house and I was like, fucking hell, I still hasn't done, man. I feel waiting on my agent's uh, text or phone call. So I got a text from my agent through, and it was the contract details. And like I said, I was just 65 quid a week, levied off of me 500. I was like, mate, imagine I'm getting like 700 quid or something here. So my agent texts me through, two and a half grand a week, 17 year old. And I was like, like, couldn't believe it, mate. I was like sitting in my, I was like sitting in my mate's car, like, no way, mate, no way. Like, just obviously just completely changed our life. So I'm thinking I'm like on these big bucks and I'm Stratton's welcome interview for Andy Halliday. <laughs> Landed kid with potential, blah, 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 100 grand. Stratton's word was, he's hungry, he's 18, and he's cost the sweeties. <laughs> <laughs> Middle was on 70 grand a week. Right, you're on two and a half. Players were on like 40, 50 grand a week. The money Middlesbrough was paying that time was mental. I'm thinking I'm in the big bucks you're here. The top, I'm going to swan into the changes. I'm like, it's going to clean the boots. I'm in the big bucks here. <laughs> And Stratton comes out and saying he costs the sweeties, so it literally stuck with us. I've seen it the first team that they used to say it for ages, like, ah, sweetie sweetie boy. <laughs> 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 uh, do you know what else as well? See, when you sign your contract, first contract, you didn't even think about, you didn't know about tax. Do you, no. ever, do you get that? So you think I'm going to get Aye. so much. I, I, mean, I remember going up to the offices at Celtic Park, I'm like, I've been fucking bumped on my wages, man. And she's like, I'm like no, you need to pay tax on that. See, my thing was, mate, like, I, I've strolled up to the training ground, right? And I'm no joking, I had a 10-year-old Volkswagen Polo. Right? Right. It couldn't move. It used to be shaking that. But it's in Middlesbrough. And you go into the, 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 a car park, literally full of Range Rovers, uh-huh. Q5s, Bentleys. And I'm quickly hiking, like, I, I don't, I mean, I'm no bored. I'm, I've always been modest, but I'm, I can't keep driving this thing, man. This thing's fucking <laughs> shaking. Did any of the boys slot on you? Aye, but I'm gonna get fucked. I still had the pool for a good sort of like three, four months. But see, the thing is, when you get obviously a lot of money, such a short, short space of time, you don't know how to be clever with it. You yeah. need somebody to look after. Because see, for like my first year, I never saved a penny, mate. Because nah. I was like, get like, gave, I think I gave my, my very first month's wage. I gave to my mum, gave every bit of it to my mum. Then well, like, just, there you go, that's for you. Aye, gave it to my mum, and then like, you're obviously try to rent a house. You're buying a new motor, and like Kev says. You've, you've got this money to make neighbour, you do start buying clothes right. and all that, but it's an eye opener. Like, I was saying that he's like, when I was at the Sunderland, there was Middlesbrough and Newcastle, that was about three in the northeast. And there was always talk. So the Caldwell brothers were at Newcastle. So if you made pro at Sunderland, you were on to 250 quid a week. Mm. So you're like, went from 17 to two, the, the, the 92.50 to 250. 
But at Newcastle, if you went pro, you run a grand a week. So like Stevie Colwell and Gary would be strolling into uh-huh. our training going through all the gear and they were on like a grand a week when we played them on a Saturday and you're like, fucking hell, they're not any better than us, but it's just they paid better. Yeah. Middlesbrough were always renowned for paying better than most teams in the North East. Steve Gibson and that. Uh-huh. Like I said to Andy, I made my debut in the Premier League and I was on 600 quid a week. But we had £3,000 appearance money yeah. and a five grand win bonus. So yeah. I was on 8600 quid that day, but me, Mate, Middlesbrough just... never had any appearance, nah. any bonus, any win bonus, sorry. I didn't know. It was all like specific contract, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. see, I see. Like, see like players pools that you get for like going up and, and yeah. win bonuses and see, stuff? I was they was... never had any because the wage bill was, was high. Our young players was, um, it was a target to get there. Yeah. This is what you could get and, and Peter Reid used to do this thing that, see if you were in the, the youth team or the reserves and you were doing well and you were a young player, I think you had to be under 20. He would take one of you away to an away game and and go with the whole experience. He would go with the kit man. He would help with the skip, the kit, the yeah. skips, put the boots out and the shirts and all that. And then if we won, the how many bags of skips did you have? <laughs> a six pack, <laughs> uh, prawn cocktail ones. Uh, so what ended up happening was every time we the first team won on a Saturday, they would come in on the, the Monday or the Tuesday, or whatever, and they would all bring 300 quid. So the 16-man squad would bring 300 quid. So it was like five and a half grand we'd been the pot. And for five grand, I was trying to say that's five and a half grand. That's three sixteens, 40, 100 quid. So 40, 100 quid, and that would get divided up between the kit man, the two masseurs, the cook, the cleaner, yeah, all yeah. these people. And then you'd get a wee envelope, and you're like, open the envelope, and you're like, that maybe a grand. And you're yeah. like, fucking hell, I got a grand for going the first team that we came. But that was... I don't think that happens no, now because happen. no, 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 no. now they'll even lift a goalpost. Yeah. And I just think that they're getting so much money now for no for no doing anything. Yeah. Do you think it will like it can't keep going that way? No, no the money's crazy. Money yeah. in, in England despair, can it just keep going up and up and up? I heard a few things that some young boys get uh, teams in Scotland now and I was like, ah, wow. Right? Uh, in Scotland? Scotland. Say what, like, like, say like or, or no, like guys that are like nineteen twenty. Some of the boys that we're talking about on the bus at the weekend, some of the money that the boys are getting in, you're like, what the fuck, man? Crazy. Really? I yeah. no haven't done anything really. 16, I think, mate. So, see, because now they can go to Man City and buy in Munich and get, I think they need to give the kids Aye. big when money I, now. When I was at Rangers as a young player, I always remember, like, obviously, a couple broke through. It was like, the big, the, the top players at full-time under-18 football was like three, four hundred. Mm. And that was like, Not unbelievable, massive, do you know what I mean? That was massive. Yeah, uh, but obviously football is just different. Now. It's crazy. Uh, right, we're back on uh, third place. The the points cut to four points now. Uh, with Hibs and Aberdeen, is it game on? I still think Hibs will finish third. Ah, so I think Hibs will. Um, I think Aberdeen's lack of striking options is what's going to stop them from yeah, winning games no because obviously they they're not scoring enough goals. They, although, although they won Saturday one 0 they've still both got to play Celtic and Rangers. I think. I'm not no, too sure. Hi- Hibs, Hibs have Hibs played Rangers, yeah. Aye, so Aberdeen Aberdeen's still got to play Celtic yeah. and Rangers and Hibs have only got um, Celtic to play, so I think it's in Hibs' hands and if they want to throw it. But then again, saying that, football, like, we don't know what's going to happen um, because St. Johnson, for me, although they, they lost on Saturday to Aberdeen 1-0, I think they could potentially give Hibs a, a game or two, so... Um, no, it's 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 in Hibbs' hands. I was quite impressed with Hibbs against Rangers, though. I, I think they created I, quite a lot of chance. And he went with Martin Boyle, Doidge, and Nisbet on the same team, which is it's quite attacking going to Ibrox. I, I think Hibbs have been that team, though, for a, for a few years where they did attack Rangers and Celtic. Yeah. I like and, uh, that, eh? They always go two up against I think, Rangers. I think and when Hibbs become a wee bit negative, they look like against other teams, they sometimes play different styles. And I think Hibbs are at their best 
when they're going at teams because mm-hmm. they've got the players and the personnel to, to, to attack. Plus, I think the big difference that Jack Ross has made to Hibs is he's made them defensively a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, Seaman Hibs did used to come and obviously have a go at Rangers and Celtic. Rangers and Celtic obviously could, could, could get picked off and score goals against them. But now they've got legs in the middle of the pitch, which they probably never quite had either. Yeah. And uh, they're a lot more solid at the back. So, you've got to respect them for coming and have a go. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just came up against a team that, even when they're not playing well this year, they win. Yeah. And I, I think that was in our case with Rangers at the weekend because Rangers weren't great. But, no. Just been relentless in the pursuit this year that even when they're not playing playing well, they win games of football. Yeah, I do like Joe John Neal, middle of the pitch. Aye. He's uh, nice. He's got and aye. Jackson Irvin. Irvin's well, good, aye. mate. Like you say, the boy Neal's got a good balance. Yeah. It kind of glides through the you game. Go sides, can't he? Yeah, go yeah. either way. No, he's very, very good. Uh, and Jake Doig will stay there next year. Ask the boys on the the keeping show. I really like Josh Doig. Where, where, where potentially could he go? Well, he's been linked to Leicester and Arsenal Leicester, teams in South. What about Celtic? See, the, again, we're talking about we're talking about money wise. We had this discussion on the keeping show as well. Frank says it's too early for him to go, but I, like you say, I just think of Leicester yeah, and Arsenal come in. It's madness, madness, mate. It's well, yeah, I mean, sh- it's what people said about Billy Gilmore. Yeah, but Billy Gilmore said, "Why is he leaving Rangers? Like, he go down to Chelsea. He's never going to break through there. He's but see when you live where he lived." I'm not like, oh, I don't know exactly what he's on, and you get hit with the money he's getting yeah. at 16. Yeah. How can you turn that down? He's yeah. changed, he's not just changed his life, he's changed his full family's life. Mm. So like, sometimes it's like the money. He's saying you're not ready. When, that's what I say to Frank. When are you ready, though? Why should boys not have full belief that they're going to go to these places and, and, and break through at the team? Like, yeah, look at the boy James Justin. He was playing in Luton in League One two years ago, and now he's one of Leicester's best players in the Premier League. He believed in himself and went and done it. It's not even that. It's like go, going somewhere at a young age for the money. First and foremost, if it's as handsome as what like, a Billy Gilmore and that got, that's your handsome. financial side of things set up. So you don't need to worry about no, that. No, you can then concentrate then go and concentrate on the football. So there's, there's two sides to the money argument. You yeah, can, you can not... get the money and you can go to your head and you can do whatever. But there's also that other side where my, my family's now secure. I don't need to worry about what's going on. I can fully focus on the football and hopefully I can like go to these big clubs. Doesn't it work out there and you need to drop down a, a, a tier? Yeah. Like, it's, not a, it's not a big drop to go into the championship and then come back up the way. Kevin, Whereas, it's not even just that. The story you've just told, when people just say, stay and play first team football for a couple of years, you'll get a better move. Aye. What happened to you when you get yeah, an injury, when you've got a contract exactly. on the table? It's like, football is such a, I mean, a long football career is 15, 16 years. It's a short, short time frame to, yep. to obviously have your full-time job. Opportunities like that, you're lucky if they come once, once in a Definitely. So even some players in the Scottish Premier League, right, out with Celtic and Rangers, they could play in the Premier League in Scotland for 15, 16 years and still... Need to work straight away. Straight away. Yeah. Work, work straight away. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. because yeah, that's, that's just how it is. The reality of... It's only the elite footballers in the elite leagues that get this. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What a great conversation today. This has been magic. Ah, I, know, that's good, I, I know I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I just think Nisbet for Celtic and Rangers is a, a no-brainer. For what are you going to pay? Three, what was Birmingham going to pay? Three million quid? Aye, for a aye. guy that scored, what, 15 goals in the league this yep. year? Can lead the line, works his balls off, can link the play, bullies defenders. Celtic and Rangers have got to be taking a chance on Kevin. This better players and his te- better players around him, he's going to score more. Hundred percent, surely. Yeah. I mean, is there something there though that he, he, he's probably got his 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 head set on going back down south yeah. in the summer because it, it, it looked strange that he was at the Hibs team for so long. Yeah. After after that January transfer window, as if I don't know something had maybe been sorted a bit not, but listen, that. good good luck to him because like you said, he was at Dunfermline yeah. last year. Wait, he's at Wraith uh, as well, wasn't he? And, and the reason that teams have came in from him is because he's went and done well for Hibs. So. Yeah. The likes of Birmingham in the, in the Championship, the, and the, 
He'd rather go to Celtic Rangers. They're obviously going to probably... I don't think Celtic Rangers are prepared the level of finance, personal terms, than what the English teams are willing to pay. I Celtic Rangers will play good money, but I think Birmingham will pay... What, more? No, 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 Why? Nah, Rangers said it'll pay me a month. Birmingham. Even though he's coming from Hibs to... Nah, do you think so? Nah, definitely. I think that they're, they're, they're more likely to pay bigger transfer fees for the likes of Kevin Nisbet. Aye. I think if Rangers said to be in for Kevin Nisbet, they'd probably go, well, I mean, I'm only guessing, but a million, million and a half, but Clubs will probably feel as if they can get higher transfer fees for coming in England. I thought the championship teams in England, no, because no, they've got, they don't have more finance possibly certain but I just thought they, they're willing to throw their money a bit a wee bit more because mm. there's more money within the leagues. Yeah. Whereas at Celtic Rangers, what did we get for winning the league up here? A million quid? A million quid. Aye, yeah. but... The big boy Ziggich was on 70 a week. Who? Remember Ziggich? Aye, Wee cards played with him at Birmingham. He was on 70 a week in the championship. Nah, he had, his agent was John Viola, do you know that? Was Scottish, that? yeah, Scottish agent. No way. I swear to God, they told me, like, when he left Birmingham, he was, can he get my job? So he got him a job washing a giraffe's face. He was that big. <laughs> that's, that's the only place he could go after it. <laughs> he was fucking huge, wasn't he? Uh, right at the bottom. Killian County 2-2 keeps him right in the relegation battle, but does Aki's defeat at Dundee United, does that make it, that makes it tough for Aki's now, It's tough it? for Aki's, but is it time? Is it time? Is it time? I don't know. Could this be the year? Could it be the year? Well, it's been a strange year, Simon. Mm. COVID. Everyone else that's going on, is this the year that Aki's succumbed to? Uh, I mean, you can't ask me. I've I've literally changed my mind every week, so I don't know what's going on. Don't get me wrong, I think Ross County had unbelievable opportunities to beat Yeah, I think Ross County were probably the better. Mitch, Michael Gardine missed a great opportunity in the last kind of couple of minutes to to seal the win. Um, And I think had they won that, it would have been a straight shootout between... Kelly and... Many points is it now between... One, it's only two. Two, two points. Two 20, points. I think they've won 27, Hamilton and Kamalnik and Rose County on 29 or something like that. Hamilton Kelly last game of the season. Wow. Is it? Jenny could go down Hamilton. that. Jenny could go down that last game. Aye, 100%. Wow. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be, I mean, that is probably the most exciting part of Scottish football now is the bottom end, isn't it? Because it's tight between three of them. Aki's had 27 shots on goal uh, against Dundee United. Mental, isn't it? What was the goal today, though, for the goal? I know, I know, I know Kyle, he was a young kid at Dundee as well, I know, he's just, but it's he? a great touch for Fuchs, ah, by the way, he's still timer. got a decent connection yep. on it, he's played it first time into McNulty and it's a good finish. Good finish, it's a good finish, but um, that's the difference, just that it's like, if it comes down to Kelly Ackie's last game of the season, what we're thinking? I would, I would buy Ackie's at home. Ackie's, uh, I'm at home, aye, so I, I think I'd. See, I, even if Ackie's do go down, it's still, the budget that Hamilton have got compared to other teams in that league, he's still done a... A, a good job. At least Blackpink was quiet this week. Yeah. He was quieter. Than he was last proud week. of his team, wasn't he? Very proud. But, um, no, Kamalnik, oh, we had a relegation. We had a Kamalnik Falk up last game of the season. Whoever won, stay up. Stay up. And I went into the game absolutely no fear whatsoever. I mean, no. The game was a 0 0 draw and we stayed up. But, no, I think that's. Have you had that? Staying up. Um, again, we stay up the last day? No, sec, well, sec last day. Blackpool with under Fergie. Right. And uh How was Fergie was was fair he'd have been a bag of jaggies, was he? Aye, uh, bag of jaggies, uh-huh. big thing. Just want to battle everyone two days before the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, I can't remember I think we were actually second bottom, like looking bleak because we had Wigan away who were in the playoffs at the time. And uh last game of the season we had Charlton at home, who were flying at the time as well, I think. And uh I we went to Wigan and beat them two 0 away. Wow. It was uh, some result and that, that, that kept us up because all the other results went for us and Stayed up with, with two games to spare, but... What, was, what would Fergie be like after that? Would he be jumping about the dressing room? 
Se med færdmænger, Falke, like I said, see if he just worked hard for him and done well for him, he was brilliant. And then, um, boys were unbelievable that day, I remember. Like, absolutely battered Wigan, and Wigan were a top, top, top team. Was was that? So, Jordi Gomez, isn't it? Jordi Gomez, aye, Calvin team. Manaman, wow. they, had a, they had a good team. And, uh, but we absolutely battered them that day, 2-0, yeah. I remember, I think it was Andy Keogh and Stephen Dobie scored. And uh, kept us up, and at that time, it looked as if we were going down for a long, long time. Yeah. But I'm the opposite of Kev, man. Being in that relegation battle is horrible. Oh, horrible. Horrible, because yeah. you're just trying to grind out every aye, last point. Aye. We folded in a relegation battle as well. Aye. Oh, absolutely folded, man. Couldn't win a game. Now, we went down with about five games to go, mate. Uh, we, uh, well, I got relegated in the Sunderland at that time, the worst points history in Premier League history, uh, football. Oh, so you did? I think, I think we had... Derby then beat you still, didn't Then it? Derby uh, emulated it, which was great. Aye. I aye. told you before we got relegated, Paul Hart stood in his pants, slotting us for like two hours now. Mate, how hard is it to take somebody serious when he's standing with right, a pair of white slips on? These knuckles. Boys are nearly hanging out the, the side of the slips, do you know what I mean? Hey, imagine Telling you your hope was. Imagine what school was he? Oh, fuck. He just, just tucked the todger right out of the slips, <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> told you what's what. Brilliant. Uh, talking of... Mate, that's a seamless link. Did you see the streaker in the Granada game last week? I've never seen it. Head in the stadium for 14 hours. That is dedication to getting your boys out. Mate, hide and seek champion. Hide and seek champion. Mate, did you see him like, running about the streets uh, like uh, the city centre and all? Paul was chasing him. Nah, he was going about for days, the guy. No, he was. Mate, I'm no joking. Uh, Nobody's seen the video. Nah. <laughs> mate, I'll, I'll get the video after the show. He was in the city centre still. still like, uh, this must have been before the game, though. Yeah. And he was just absolutely close. Aye, aye. Ball, look, mate. What I got. Have you ever had a streaker? You know what, I, I, I think I've, I can't actually remember, I was anyway thinking about this last night and I'm thinking, I've had fans come on the pitch, mm. not, I don't think I've ever had a streaker. No, I don't care, have either, have you? I got to do it in my pants when we won the league, didn't I, with Swindon. Oh, I've seen that oh, picture. And uh, the, the canyon was chasing us the full time, shouting, Simon, don't, do not get the penis out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I've never had a streaker, nah. Mate, it was wanting you to get it rock hard for the last three games. Oh, so. I know. <laughs> he doesn't know what he wants me to be doing with his banger, does he? <laughs> Mixed signals, man. Uh, also, the linesman, Man City Dortmund, he's, he's been suspended for asking how That's embarrassing. For his Football's gone, Simon. Ah, yeah, no, mate, I feel bad. Right, so what, are you... Are you a different opinion to Kev? What? That he shouldn't have done it? Do you think it's fine, no, Kev? No, no, I, I was, I, I was, he shouldn't have done it, but I never knew the reason. So the reasons came out now, oh, and I feel terrible. Is he, is, he, is he making the reasons up, do you? No, because I think himself. it wasn't even for his personal account that's came out and said that he'd done it, so I feel... I what feel, was it for charity? It was for, I, I know, it was for a wee boy, wasn't it? It was for something to do with... Why are we getting angry Who's getting angry about it? It was like commentary, it was the pundits, wasn't it, at BT Sport that were... But, but see, see nowadays, me, do you know how people just want to criticise people for anything? Mate, see, 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 for, see, for me, before it happened, I just thought it looked so unprofessional for, for like a, yeah. a UEFA referee. See if it was like, like I, I, it's hard because it, it, he's not really supposed to know that there's cameras there either, but see if it was away from cameras after the game, like yeah. the car park or something like that, it's different, but... I mean, it's like, imagine if he went out and tried to swap a slip with, with Messi or something like that. opposition game. player, though, if you're uh, a... Do you know what I mean? It doesn't look good, but obviously when the reasons came out, I felt bad, so I apologise. For, for my point. For me, it's it's one of these things. Sorry, we've all been starstruck, surely. Have you have you played against somebody that you're? Aye, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. Oh, you uh, said you spoke to him on the side of the pitch. I spoke to him. Did you guys talk, mate? We had made three subs, and I was still going out to warm up because he was out so warming up. I swear to God, he was got. <laughs> we've got three subs. I'm going warm up, kid. No, no, I thought there was two. Just so to did talk you to him. did you just start speaking to him? I just started talking to him. I well, what was the first thing you said to him, right, big man? No, I got in there right early. I've told you, mate, I've never been one to swap strips. Yeah. But I've got family that live in London, they're all Chelsea fans. So, like, growing up, Chelsea was my English teams. I, 
I remember being at the game. Do you remember the, old, the first Sky Plus uh, advert with Frank Lampard scored against Paris for like 25 yards? Nah. I was at that game where right. I, I had, a, had a few games. He was always my, my favourite Chelsea player. And I got right in there early. I was like, mate, can I get your, your strip after the game? What and honestly, saying? mate, the nicest guy ever. Did you speak Did you speak about anyone else or just the strip? Because I was for Glasgow, he was asking me about team I support and that. And really? like, yeah, he started talking about Rangers. He was saying like his, his uncles and that support Rangers. And no chance. I, I swear to God, I swear to God. Well, this is on the side of the pitch where the game's going on. I, on the side of the pitch when the game's going on, and then see after the game, I've got the, I've still got the frame strip. After the game, I went back into the tunnel. The kit man came in with the strip, so I've got the strip and I, I went out to I went out after the game in the changing room and Frank Lampard sitting in the tunnel. He's like, mate, give that. I'll, I'll send it to you. No chance. So, he says to you, to Andy, best wishes in that. I've still got the frame. Unbelievable, mate. That honestly, what one of the nicest man. guys ever. And uh, I, I was proper starstruck uh-huh. meeting him. To be fair, fuck, that's brilliant, isn't it? What about I you? Know. I, I've been starstruck many times. See, when you've youth team player, you 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 go to the game and do all the jobs beforehand, and obviously suddenly we're in the Premier League and whatever team can do. And I remember when we played Man United at the time, right? And I was just a youth team player. And I'm like, man, I hope Beckham's in the score today. It's mm. like, Dave, David fucking Beckham. Beckham uh-huh. And he came down him had the blonde hair and all that and the Alice plan. And you're like, fuck, yeah, man, he is good looking. Mm. He was just the part. Was he gorgeous, Kevin? Aye. Uh-huh. Is that like sitting next to Slinny, uh-huh. No. Uh, and then the other <laughs> one, two other ones for me would be Portugal, Scotland away, playing for Scotland and Figo. Oh, oh that's big. Sitting there, I keep ball session halfway line, and I just kept trying to like let the ball miss so that it ran into, right, the, into his half, and I would go and get it, and then it went to him, and I shout, "Here, pal, get that ball!" And he just yeah. went, "He says, what about this weather? Eh? It's like Scotland." I went, "Aye, it's Figo, aye." That fucking hell, man. Was he good looking? Aye, uh-huh. he was a threat. And then the other one was—I uh, don't know if you ever watched Paddy and uh, Paddy and Mac. Paddy and Max. Paddy, Paddy and Max is what. Peter uh, Phoenix Knights. Paddy McGinnis. Remember they did the sketch with Cliff Richard? Yeah. The tennis thing. Well, I was down in London one day getting a pair of shoe- trainers out of this. I was just doing a bit of shopping. And I was sat down to put, try the on these pair of shoes and the actual Cliff Richard was sitting beside me. And I was fucking like... You were starstruck with Cliff Richard? Star- star- Cliff, Richard. Richard. Cliff Richard, man. I was pure starstruck because... <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like... Man, just went for Beckham to Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard, Richard <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Who was he playing for at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I was I believe I'm just a boy for Stringer, man. We didn't we didn't see any celebrities so going on. Yeah? You were any? See like a young boy, mate. I was starstruck with Larson, eh? Larson, like, even about training ground and stuff like even that. Even about he was like all of them would get a laugh for you, but Larson just had this summer about him, mate, that you were just like, wow, man. Did you ever get that feeling while you started? Uh-huh. See if he spoke breathing. to you, mate. See if he spoke to you, Larson, you're oh, your heart's heart gone. Would be pounding, man, know, honestly. Like, pure nervous. John Robertson fucking slaughtered me in front of the full first team get my hair cut. Get your fucking hair cut. It's a fucking disgraceful uh, tramp. And uh, Larson's like, what? And he's like, tell him to get his hair cut. And Larson's like, don't get your hair cut. Just you be you. Don't listen to anyone else. You be you. And you were, I was like, ah. oh my. See that feeling, mate? Larson's sticking up for you. It was like yeah. unbelievable. Eh? But then, see, even like, wouldn't it? He would blank you for like weeks and then he'd pull you and go, ah, how was your game at the weekend? And you were like, you were actually like struggling for Aye. words, mate, with Larson, eh? I, know. See, we, I remember when, even like we'd work the European games and you would see the opposition team like pure everyone like looking at Larson man he just had this, aye, this thing about him that was unbelievable what a career man I know what a we even just went down in Scotland but you weren't allowed to tackle him that was an actual rule at Celtic train you weren't allowed to tackle him eh? in case you injured him I no wonder and Roy Keane was the other one eh? starstruck with Roy Keane when he first came first game at Clyde honestly I was just I must have just Sean Maloney came and whispered to me I said stop fucking staring at him 
I just stared at every need done with it. The youth team players, we've all, we've, all, we've all done that where somebody comes in and then all of a sudden you get the team with them, you become their mate, you've got them on your phone number and you're like, yeah. I used to get hate machine alarm. The boys would say to me in the pub on a Sunday session, who's on your phone this week, Kevin? And then yeah. maybe I'd be pissed and take my phone and start phoning fucking like Super Kev or that. And uh-huh. then you're like, boys, come on. Uh-huh. But it's just that, like, even to this day, I would still get starstruck by somebody walking down... I mean, I'd, I'd do my deliveries and I'd deliver to like, a lot of the old fun players sometimes and chat the door and I, I get like, there's so-and-so. Fuck off, do you? Aye, honestly. Mate, you're kidding me. Weird, kidding kidding me. Oh, but I'm, I'm no lad. Do you know who was the other one? Bellamy. Yeah, Bellamy. Bellamy rocked up, mate, in the black Ferrari. First day at Celtic Park. Got it, looked at absolute dog's bollocks, right? We were obviously working in the changing rooms. He's like, oh, young, and when did the young, when did the youth team play? And we're like, oh, we play Saturday morning before the first team games. Mate, no word to lie. That Saturday, yeah. we are playing fucking Dundee or something at Barrafield. Mate, here's the ball, Bellamy walking down the back of Barrafield, stood and watched Super. 30, 40 minutes of the, of the youth team game. That's what some, that's what people don't see. See, because he gets a bad rent, mate. He was, I, I really I like Bellamy. Pierre took a keen interest, you could tell you what it would be a coach, took a keen interest in, in the to come As you're older as well, you realise how much, like, a little helps for young boys and that. Yeah. So, like, you, you can't underestimate experience and like, squads and what they do it's like it's players. like family life your kids are watching everything you do and they're yeah. annoying you like it's just like I took my kids golfing yesterday because they had a golf cup and a couple of golf lessons and they're copying everything you do and, and we're the same in life you don't realise that those little things that you do somebody's watching you somewhere yeah yeah and it has an effect because you don't ever want to be that arsehole that was in the dressing room that senior pro that everybody hated mm. you wanted to be that guy that oh he, he's such a good guy even like Stratton, Stratton, like, he would, he would be at every youth, so certainly we'd be playing Saturday 3 o'clock, mate, Stratton would be at our youth team game at Amazing. 11 o'clock in the morning. Nah. Do you think, think managers still do that now? I don't know. Nah, I think there will be. Do you think so, huh? Quite a lot, still take interest in quite a lot. It's always good to see that. the manager there because yeah. you, you then start, you, you try and up your game or you start screaming for the ball a wee bit yeah. more, I'm here, like, it's just, that's what the effect is because... They're in that position that you want to impress them. Yeah. See, seeing the flip side as well, see when you're a, a young boy, and like you said, and there was an experienced bloke, was like a right arsehole to young boys, you hate them forever. Oh, aye. You actually hate them forever. Aye. Yeah. You'll never forget how they treated young yep. boys. To, like, you got one? Aye, I do, aye. No, you it. got one? It was an arsehole. No, I actually done it. Aye, I've got a couple. See, it's like all the, the, the first team boys were. Like, something was people, but I, I thought, it, I thought, it was, I loved it, mate. I thought it was. They take an interest in you, mate. Some yeah, of the top, you in a funny way, mate. The top players for me. Are you saying who yours is? They had a no. They had a an arrogance and a, a character about them that it didn't matter what they said. You just they, to me, they always felt confident. So when they opened up their mouth or they said anything, you just believed it Aye. because you, they had that aura about them. But no, I, Stan I, Varga. Sorry, big Stan Varga. So no, to me, this was not but one of the young boys, Dermot, went and trained to the the first team, right? I don't know if Big Varga was just one of these dry guys, but Dermot says that first day to him, the first team ever got called out. He says the first thing the ball comes in, no, the, the ball's on the other side. Varga goes up and whispers, whispers and he's there saying, Today I fucking break you. What was that? Oh, no, mate, see, I hate that, man. <laughs> Stand up, <laughs> what chance you got? Mate, <laughs> young boy, first day in Timmy, they'd be shitting himself. I, I, I don't know if they were just take that, that kind of group were like that where they would pure test you, man, but. He was massive. He was he, he was he came, so dear, mate. Mate, he came right. to Sunderland and he had the best debut ever. And like you say, he was just dear. Yeah. I became quite like I was quite paranoid because the guy that looked after him looked after me. 
Right. And he came quite close and he was, he was just dry. Just dry. He had a spot here back on Slaney's face, by the way. I swear to God, <laughs> man. Who was you? You got to say who yours is? Uh, Roddy McKenzie, mine's was. Uh, I The goalie? I hated him, man. When I, it was in a, uh, when I was breaking through in the first team, he was just an absolute arsehole to all the young boys. Was he? Oh, was he? Uh, and then when you start getting into, like, obviously when you start playing regular and that, you realise he's, he's actually he's right. like, his sound, he's brand new, but it's still just stuck in your head forever. Mm. And, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you were, you were, why were you a prick to the young boys? Was yeah. for it? But I, uh, he, he actually was a good guy. He, he started, he used to do, um, personal training, wasn't it? Personal training, yeah. I used to do, like, spin classes. Like, the team used to go up to the spin classroom was an absolute monster on a bike, man. Quads about that size. Yeah. But I, prick. Do you know who else we're talking about? See, big Baldy. Bobo. Oh, what a guy, mate. He Aye. got extracting bomb to him at the reserves. Mate, we had some massive names coming, training the reserves every day. Mate, see, when Bobo came into your dressing room, he obviously got moved into the, he was like, what, no sound system? No, st- we were like, nah, we've not got any like that. We went and bought fucking speakers, iPads, uh, fucking what they called, remember, iPods. Uh-huh. What the boys, all the boys' iPods. Took us down to Manchester, bought us tickets for the Man U game for the first team. Took us all down, went and watched it. Fucking top man. Honestly, that was like, that was like monster, mate. That was it, Niall Quinn. He, he, would, he would just sort out everybody. We yeah. had six players in the youth team, but we were all homesick. We all to fucking get up football. We couldn't deal with it. He took us into his house for a couple of days and stayed and looked after us. And then end of season trips to like Marbury and that. Some of the young players got invited, but we'd no money to go. Envelope of cash. Don't mm. worry about it. Everyone's on us. Just fucking all round good guy. Nico Cranshaw was like that. Was he? Aye. Nah, every young boys. What? Where was that? Proper, proper looked after all the young boys and that. And like, used to like take them out for food and that. But see, aye. his first team boys, you wouldn't even notice. Then the next yeah. day you come in and one of the young boys would come up. I was out for dinner with Nico last night. Uh, that's class to be How fair. How good's that? I know, that's class, mate. Class. I've told you, you're a second with Paul Cadness. Gave my grand sitting at the casino, there's a grand going bet. Because Cads were just watching them, obviously, on, on peanuts. And uh, you're a second, went, Why are you not betting? He says, I have no money, but go and spend that thousand pounds. Fuck, see, I don't want to I think Borek done something like that as well. See, where Ho Wong, one of the, they, they done that card roulette. There was a few young boys out, and a young boy's card got pulled out. And he was obviously fucking chalk white, and Borek <laughs> just went up and got the, got the full bill as well. It's ah, good, it's, you, it's good tearing stuff like that, isn't it? Ah, so, yeah, it is, mate. It's, it's touch, isn't it? Nice touch. Uh-huh. Yes. Right, uh, last wee bit, ball boys. Do you see the ball? The ah, Ajax ball boy. Do you like that? I, I, I know, but mate, imagine you're the Roma player. I mean, I just You're ragdolling him, isn't it? Who was it? Was it Hazard that ragdolled the ball boy once? That's right, aye. So he did, didn't he? <laughs> he just volleyed him. Volleyed him, didn't he? <laughs> he was about eight. See, <laughs> so, to be fair, the ball boy threw the ball at him and the player thought for a second about going down and throwing an injury. Uh-huh. And then he quickly stood on his feet thinking, oh, I better know, but... People think ball boys are nothing. See, Martin O'Neill, he was obsessed with ball boys, man. So see if they were winning so and, you, and you're trying to get the boy, he'd be like that to you. Fucking slow down. Uh, <laughs> or see if we were getting beat, he's like that to you. I remember I was on my phone once, mate, and the ball was sitting next to me. I never even realised it. And he's, he was screaming at me on the side of the pitch. He'd obviously never remembered it was me. But I used to, mate, see when you were a ball boy for Martin O'Neill, you had to be on it, man. Because uh, see if you were like, if he caught you, he would fucking, you'd get pulled and you'd get in trouble, eh? 14 year old. You had to be absolutely on it as a ball Mourinho's boy. Mourinho's the same, isn't he? Mourinho was pure yeah. right on the ball boys, I'll tell you. But Remember that boy chucked the ball to somebody quick? Behind him, hugged was, him. That uh, was classy, we feel. Did you ball boy? No, no, never. Did never, you know that? Never, never ever ball boy. No, mate, I've ball boyed in some massive games. Larson, Chip. Remember Chip? 6-2. Six, 6-2, six, two. Six, two, uh, I was ball boy for that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mate, some of your big European games ball boyed. Mate, see my early memories old fun games that I like, see the two, you'd always have the two ball boys behind the goals at Parkhead. Fight, I always fight for behind the goals. Nah, I always, I always remember them. Whatever score, I, I remember one as well. Was it Rod Wallace? 
or Rod Wallace that scored at Parkhead and one of the ball boys went up and volleyed the ball and it was at the back of the goal raging and like kicked the back of the ball I always remember that ball boying was brilliant man I used to love it I don't do you know never do it Kevin? Nah, I think when, I used to go to the old Schnarr game back in the day but I don't think I was ever a ball boy no nah, I don't think I was a ball never killed a question there was it I was only one the ball boy did you know ball boy at Livy as young kids no we would we would do we would do like sometimes we're on a turnstile so we'd be like take the ticket money and people would be would you aye people would be scrambling scores in the back back pocket I've heard I never even knew that sort of stuff aye on turnstiles aye on the turnstile. so what you going and take money for people coming into the ground nah we you'd maybe weigh somebody that's that's older like ticking ticking it off or like using the like the bumper or putting They'd take the cash and put it in one of the wee boxes, so like stuff like that. Like, we'd, they would clean balls, mate, actually clean match balls, balls like yeah. clean the stadium, clean the stands. It's like, so we, but we'd never ever ball boyed. Nah. Nah, we never, we never ball boyed either. We would just turn up and it would be like a different six every home game that had certain jobs to do. One was the boots, one was the strips, one was the drinks type thing. And, and then there was the, the two, the best one was the two guys out onto the, the pitch and got the, the shooting balls. That was the best, Aye, mate. That was the that best because you were on the pitch uh-huh. you got the, the stadium and you got a wee kick about and that. That was all right. But nah. I don't think I got that either, man. Yeah, I was certainly part me out. I was always queen in the stand, mate. See you think back well, to yeah. your, youth, always. your youth team days. Fucking best days of your oh, life. Amazing, man. I think of that training ground at Sundown with Charlie Hurley, something that was just a, it was a porter cabin. And then into the boot room, an old school boot room. I couldn't see when you, you first started working and you had to take the Especially match days, you had to take the strips down to the laundry. Couldn't believe the amount of skiddies that were on pants, eh? Aye, I know, man. Boys <laughs> were like their ass why, probably before again. Why were you sneaking Bruce's skiddies? Slip. <laughs> keep, keeping the slips for extra <laughs> jars in there. They, 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 they have to get sent into Newcastle, just put them on there. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, that's us. Oh, Incredible, thanks very much. Cheers.